Greetings, I am Graven Ilvigo, and this is A Peak Beneath the Veil, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons homebrew campaign courtesy of Tabletop Notch. As a Goliath of few words, I will waste no more time in telling you that A Peak Beneath the Veil goes live every Sunday at 7pm Eastern at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Already aired episodes can be found both on our Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also find those episodes right here in podcast form, uploaded every Tuesday. And now, without further ado, journey with me to Antisuyu for the next chapter of A Peak Beneath the Veil. Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to Tabletop Notch. Wow. Whoa. We're very, very excited to be back. Um, it was a long couple of months without you, without each other, without our story, Zara, Graven, Orba, Sephira, Erland. Feel like distant friends that we're getting back in touch with. Yeah. Knock that off. That's not great. But <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, we're thrilled to be back. Um, we're we don't have any sort of special recap or anything. We're just gonna kind of ease back in, dive back in, just like we, just like we uh, never left to begin with. So the people watching on YouTube will have no idea. Aside from this introduction. Um, Thrilled to have everybody back. Thank you already for, I saw some subscribers and things. We, Jordan, I'm sure, will we'll shout them out uh, maybe after the break or something. Yes, I have them. I'm yeah. Totally keeping mm -hmm. track. I think that one was me, actually. Oh, well, thank you, thank Jordan. Thank you. Um, with that, does anybody have anything they'd like to say? And, uh, oh, my. Oh, no. <laughs> I was a little stressed. Did you forget? Make one up. Just go. Yeah. Today is... Our return day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry right. guys, gonna drop the ball. I was a little stressed about looking over notes, so... Yeah. Well, today is Tabletop Notch Day. Yeah. Right. If it's not yes. in your calendar that you bought from Staples, right. out. Okay. If it's not on today's a holiday, exclamation point, dot com. That's what you use? Today's a holiday? Yes. Oh That's your story? That's the secret this, site, guys. There's I an revealed... exclamation point before the dot com? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, FNAF to subscribe. Thank you. I'll just get it right out there. Still oh, looking wow. at the wrong. Happy early fall. Yeah, fall is That's coming. That's true. Go get your Dance. pumpkin spice everything. Winter is coming. Um, no, you may have noticed that. a little bit of <laughs> visual changes. We've updated the theme to uh, reflect our new sort of coastal atmosphere in the Mikapura mm. in the north and beyond. Uh, a little, little bit of pier, a little bit of moving background. Whoa, right oh, there's a wave! Whoa. There's like a there's thing a, a, in that thing. Yeah, a sextant. Being uh, <laughs> close to ships. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find a wave. <laughs> Hopefully we won't make our viewers motion sick by having more <laughs> away from the coast. Um, and the guest books light. have become the captain's log, which hopefully some people enjoyed the sort of entries. The new thing is for subscribers, we are adding people's names to sort of uh, a fake captain's log of, of our journeys across Antisuyu. So enjoy those at the beginning and end of every stream. Anything else before we play? The intro has remained the same, oh, so get God. your dun-duns ready. Bam, bam, bam. Um, we haven't changed them. Have a dun-dun the chamber, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. That's All why right. I don't have anything. Let's throw it to the intro, okay. and we'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah.
Welcome back. Oh, jeez. In chapter 69. <laughs> flavor for a favor. The party shook off the aches and pains from their skirmish at the mining pit and headed back to Leopold's garrison with a plan to pass quickly through and make the final push toward Navikapura. With hopes of sticking to a tight schedule, we vowed to do our best in avoiding distractions. But a unique opportunity presented itself when we spotted a potion seller whose wagon had suffered damage to one of its wheels. He was reluctant to part with his stock of healing drafts that were meant for Captain Autry at the garrison, but a promise to assist with his vehicle and a nudge from his daughter who was keen to lighten their load got him to consider a reasonable exchange. In lending our sophisticated palates to describe his delectable potions, he permitted us to purchase a few at a discount, and we left with a solid cache of emergency healing items, which eased the mind after a tough fight against fellow pawn chaser Darman Thori. While traveling through Leopold's, we picked up some additional items to better prepare ourselves for what was to come, including a detailed map of Nabikapura and a magic urn that could be used to give us the upper hand in combat. As we exited through the north gate, our coin purses had become noticeably lighter, but we knew that as our foes grew stronger, <laughs> the need to be prepared was paramount. A short while after hitting the road, we witnessed a chase between a man and a company of Broken Crown soldiers. And as they approached, we debated whether or not to intervene, and if so, on whose behalf. Not wanting to take sides and intrigued by a potential reward, we used the writ of service we'd acquired from Amari Magomet to glean what information we could before turning the soldiers away and addressing the man in private. He introduced himself as Pontus Atling, and he was delivering names of undercover Broken Crown agents into Vikapur to the captain at Leopold's garrison part of an ongoing dispute over maintaining control of the northern colonies. Pontus desired to raise his standing with the gentle void, and despite our threats, he refused to give up the names. So we settled for a meager sum of gold, and the promise that he'd speak highly of us to his superiors. It left a bad taste in our mouth, but we carried on. And hours later, in the dark of night, we found yet another damaged wagon. Though unlike our previous encounter, this one had toppled over and was fully abandoned. Some careful prodding revealed that the wagon likely belonged to some kind of herbalist, and among an assortment of roots and flowers, we found a box of hasku bulbs, notable for the hallucinogenic effects that they have when inhaled. A bit of clumsy handling to Graven, Sephira, and Erland getting a good whiff, which made for an eventful ride as they began to see visions of past acquaintances. It was difficult to separate what could have been premonitions from what was entirely a construct of our own minds. But luckily we had the help of Orba and Bazaar, whose clear heads kept us moving in the right direction through the east. In our approach to Navikapura, we deliberated, deliberated over the pros and cons of splitting up amongst the various townships to accomplish our individual goals more quickly, but ultimately decided that there were few people likely to receive us at this late hour of our arrival. We agreed to travel together to find lodging in Nagarwas. I'll even bring that up. Ooh. Nagarwas. The Middle <clears throat> Eastern Township. And in the morning, we would reevaluate how to divide our tasks in a safe but effective manner. As we followed the winding roads that led us to the Nubika River and the communities that surround it, we wondered. Of the vast array of people we planned to meet in Nubikapura, Carver Colossus. Donovan Ainsley, Celis, Cliff, Leto, 
Mr. McKenna, Mohan Fowler, Pockets, among others. <laughs> who was likely to meet our expectations, and who would surprise us? Were we willing to risk traveling entirely alone between the townships, or would we pair off for some modicum of safety in numbers? And compared to the other major cities that we'd visited, how long could we last before being forced to flee or hide, thanks to some stunt we've pulled or a person we've pissed off? We find out now, on Chapter 7 of A Peek Beneath the Veil. It was dark when you reached the city limits of Nagarwas, and it only continues to dim as you follow what you believe to be the main road into town. You guys are coming up from the south there, along this road, and you've passed over the bridge now in, officially into the township of Nagarwas. Not because the sky has actually darkened within the past few hours, but because the trees and foliage between the houses are thickly packed together. The few lanterns and braziers that are lit are tucked behind corners, casting harsh shadows that wash over the party as you ride, creating the illusion of people disappearing and reappearing like fireflies flickering in the night. The path leads you to a small cluster of three buildings that have a similar aesthetic to these three right here at this corner. Red shingled roofs and arched stone windows with drawn yellow curtains. The largest of the three has a sign that simply reads, the Inn at Nagarwas, beds available. And the voices coming within are the first you've heard since your arrival. The road bends to the right toward a larger stone structure in the middle of what looks to be the most densely populated area, though densely populated is relative here in what is likely the smallest of the four townships. The stone building, like most of the dwellings around you, is unlit, though it has the appearance of almost like a small barracks or a town hall. The tired clopping of your horse's hooves slow to a stop, and you look around at each other, ready to determine your first order of business upon reaching Navigapura. Gods, is anyone else sore? I feel like I've been riding for ages. Yes. Frankly, that doesn't look too bad to me. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but, you know. It's time for a rest. Can we locate some stables as well? Yeah, we should probably protect the horses. Don't want, you know, another... We can ask at the inn, see if, um... Well, well a few of us check in at the inn. Others can drop the horses off at the uh, nearby stables, I presume. You can already see, like, hitching posts outside the inn. You don't see a set of stables immediately. Could it be safe enough to tie them off there? For, yes, for... <laughs> yeah. for, for you're tying a Fingers crossed. You're looking for guarantees, then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No bike locks on these <laughs> <laughs> The club. Who'd like to go inside? Uh, I'll go in. Okay. I'll go in with uh, Bazaar and I suppose you guys deal with the horses. And stay here for now. Okay. Guys, <laughs> get off your horses. Sort of plop down and your legs hit the ground immediately. <sighs> Some of that sort of riding fatigue oh. sets in. As you finally, your muscles relax yeah. for the first time, Dang. you start to approach the door. And you can hear a little bit of the noise coming from inside. It does seem like there are some people up and awake in there. A little bit of laughter, a little bit of noise. The lights are on inside. 
and opening the door to the inn prompts an outpouring of laughter. <laughs> a sort of group of laughter sort of making its way to the door, not at you, but at the man. <laughs> Shocking. Excuse me. A man has just stumbled backward and sort of fallen on his butt, spilling his ale onto his beard and his tunic in the process. There's a rowdy group of six kind of sitting around this one table in a very modest room, fire crackling in the corner. And there's an innkeep or a barkeep, or possibly serving as both. He's adding another log to the fire while keeping an eye out to make sure nobody gets too out of control. As the laughter continues, the man by the fire who's sort of putting a log in, he sees the two of you enter. He kind of looks up, and he puts the log in, and he gives you, he gives a look to the people sort of laughing and drinking, and then back to you and sort of gives a apologetic shrug for their sort of noise and disturbance, and he makes his way over to you. He's a rare beardless dwarf, middle-aged. He has long braided red hair that kind of reaches almost down to the floor, swishes back and forth as he walks. Welcome. Are you also with the excavators? Because we still have beds available. Oh, uh, cheers. Yeah, we were looking for maybe two rooms, if you've got any. Oh, first time in Nagarwas? Yeah, yes. sorry. We don't have rooms, we have beds. Oh, right. We have uh, two, you might have seen them across the street, two buildings. Each building has eight beds, bunks. So it's a shared room? It is, yes. <laughs> we do provide a okay. chest at the end of each bed and a key to the chest if you need to put things away. Okay. Well, we have five in our party. Um, could we just take one of the rooms with all the beds? I believe there's already people in both rooms. We have one of the houses has five beds available, but three of them are already full and paid for. Hmm. Okay, well, I, th I think to be safe, maybe we'll put... Uh, did, uh, we can go ahead and book those, right? Sure. Excellent. He sort of, he waddles over to kind of his countertop where he has uh, sort of a ledger and a few papers that he kind of shuffles around. He checks to make sure that you know, the beds are available that he said were available. So it has a little diagram on his chart that has all the beds drawn on them. Uh, that will be uh, one silver per person per night. Right. So five beds, five silver. Sure, yes. Um, can we, I guess in advance, do how many nights? Uh, I suppose we should just pay for one now, and we, I, we can go sort of night to night on this, right? Of course. It's okay. not terribly yeah. busy in Nagarwas. I would say if you're interested in staying multiple nights, you could book out the entire room for future nights. It's just tonight right, that there's right. beds booked. I see. That one in particular. Okay. Okay. Here's five silver then. He takes it. Uh, horses or mules? Yeah, um, we've got a few horses. We had sent some of our party to try to find stables for them. Do you have... <laughs> uh, no stables here in Nagarwis. Uh, we do have hitching posts, and for an extra silver per horse, we do have uh, my nephew watches out for the horses. Is there oh. a history of the horses being <laughs> stolen? No. <laughs> Sketchy as <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if we don't pay for your nephew to watch over them, we can still use the. Do you use the posts? Yes, it's just nobody's watching. Okay. Okay, then we'll just use the posts for now, I guess. Excellent. No problem. And again, there's kind of another like uh, uproar of laughter, and he kind of. So Sorry. And your name was? Uh, yes, I am Albarca. Albarca Boone. Albarca. Albarca. Nice Albarca. A L A R C A. And welcome to the Inn at Nagaros. Yeah, cheers, thanks. And uh, who did you say is staying here right now? Oh, well, uh, and he kind of 
looks over his shoulder, and he points, and he sort of gestures to the people that are in the room. We have a number of miners that are working on a large project throughout Nabikapura. And they're here, uh, I don't think they're working tomorrow, so they're uh, taking a bit of a night off. I see. Right, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm happy to get you a drink, uh, if you wish, but uh, if you need to speak to your companions, uh, that's alright. Probably go out for yeah, a we'll chat first, first then. Drink later. Yeah. Sure, um, your house is, if you exit the building, it's the one on the right. And do you like keys for the chests at the foot of the bed? Yes, you definitely One keys. for each? Yeah, sure. five. He goes over to his drawer and he kind of looks... Okay. And he hands the keys out to... I'll take He splits them up <laughs> and gets the seat. Um, it's the first five when you come in. The first two on the left and the first three on the right. Great. Okay, thank you. He sort of goes back to... He seems like he's filling another mug for... You said it was the house... On the right. Yeah, so when you exit, there's two other buildings. See, okay. So this is the building that you're in, this one here. So when you exit, there's one on the left oh, and I one see. on the right. So okay. he's saying you guys are in the one on the right there. Okay, I'm going to make my way kind of yeah. outside. So, uh, no stables, um, hitching posts, and we've got a room, no privacy. We've got For three, right now, anyway. For the moment, I suppose. I, we just bought one night. I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be doing. I figured, uh, you know, if we tooled around and we found somewhere else we wanted to go, maybe that was more private, we could do that. But anyway, this place is cheap. We've got three other people in our, you know, bunk. Right, we might make it to another area of the city before tomorrow night. Yes. This night. We could have Later today. <laughs> paid an extra silver to have that guy's nephew watch over our... Horses? Apparently that's the security system, but, um, We're allowed to use the post, but if we want extra security, I'm I not, guess... Basically, don't leave anything valuable on your horse. I mean, I, I have some things in a saddlebag, so I'd like the horses. I mean, I would take that inside. I asked if you. there were any got, history of got, horses uh, being stolen, and he said no, but... I mean, you know... To each his own, I guess. I've got the. We've got what happens it's a medical if, history. You're like, do you have a history of horses? What were <laughs> to happen theoretically if I pay for my horse to be watched, and you don't, and somebody comes and steals your horse? The nephew just doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, that'd I be, suppose huh. that's a good question, though. Honestly, the whole thing seems very relaxed here, huh. if I do say so. I imagine. So we're sharing this building with a few strangers who yeah. may already be asleep in there. Well, Three. just so we have a sense of what's going on. Apparently there's some kind of mining excavation. There, there seem to be workers and everyone's getting quite rowdy and drunk. So I think maybe if we keep ourselves to ourselves, we avoid, I don't know. I've no idea what they've got going here. We should maybe ask, uh, probably I, ask. We're all in the same room, essentially. It's just there's three others that we don't know. I suggest okay. we still set up watches as we would if we were out in the wilderness. Right. It's not a bad idea. Terrible idea. Yeah. I'm going to pay to have my horse watched, though. Okay. So. I'm, I'm going to as well. Are you, are you suggesting that we watch the horses outside or watch inside? I think that being on watch, we can be aware of. It's not, I mean, it's well, not look, super far is... away from that building to where the... You could see across the street to the horse. Yeah. If, that's what if anyone is going to oh. nick anything an and they're in our, okay. you know... All right. Okay. We've got You're the... welcome to spend this over. I'm no, I'm going to smart. Who do I owe for the, the room? It's okay. It was fairly cheap. Okay. What? Thank you. 
Newtown to Bizarre. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's the least I can do. Or both sides are hand on her forehead. Make yeah. sure she's. <laughs> Were they three? Poor? Yeah. <laughs> just so I have my day here. Is this the same day as tasting the potions? Yes. Yeah. It's past midnight, so technically no, but it's the we same. Oh, you have not slept. Since so since technically it is day 76, I think. Okay, got it. Oh. <laughs> Keep a track of stuff. Just fuck myself. Yep. <laughs> okay, um, he offered us a drink, but I figured maybe we'd like to get some rest. I'd like to get a drink, but you guys are welcome to go in and get some rest. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to get an earliest start as we can, which is already not going to be Yeah, but don't early. you guys want to eat something? I mean, I'm sure they've got some food there. I've got rations. Well, I can just grab I'm some. going in with you to see if they have a bath. I, I want to ask about what they're doing. I mean, I feel like we should know. Okay. Right? Well, I just want the bath. Yeah. Talk with some logos, find out what's happening. I just want the bath, but okay. Orba wants a bath, so we're going to get her a bath. Sure. Are you going to sleep? I'm going to at least take a look at the beds. I'll go with you. See who else is in there. Do you want to set watches right now? Yeah, we should choose. First. I'll do second. Okay, third. I'll take the last one. <laughs> oh, I was going to claim the last Wow, what a move. Fourth. That was coming. I like sense that. Like, mm-hmm. Fourth watch. You can pugilism for it. <laughs> no, no, never again. <laughs> I don't have the cards. Okay, well, I see you soon. Okay. Okay, bye. Great, so Graven and Bazaar, you head over. Take the. She gave us the keys to the yeah, yeah. and stuff. I'll, uh, I'll take the the Hasku chest out of the saddlebag and bring it to yeah, the. Decide if you are taking stuff out of your saddlebag yeah. while you're taking in. The chest locks. Right. Presumably. Mm. Um, as they kind of do that, we'll follow you guys yeah, in just take a look at their thing. I guess. So you guys move back in, and again, some of the revelry leaks through the door, but it opens up, and sound kind of pours out. And once again, you see Aldmarca kind of look up at companions of yours. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, situated with a bed, you have a key. Yeah, we've got our keys and beds Excellent. and stuff, yeah. And just the one night still, it seemed up in debate. Yeah, for now, yeah. We're just kind of not sure. Not a problem. I'll be right back. Barbara's gonna <laughs> leave the building. Graven, can you take my saddlebag and lock it up, please? Okay. <laughs> the whole yes. saddlebag? Yeah, is that not possible? It probably won't fit in the trunk like yeah. Um, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, rewind. I thought it would fit in the trunk. Never mind. Graven's got one foot on the edge of the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay, don't worry about it. We'll do that later. I'll right. rifle through your bags for now. Starts Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, what brings you to uh, Nagarwas or just Navikapura? Well, we're, I mean, we're travelers, we're bounty hunters, we're looking for oh. uh, work as much as we can. What's this um, mining project that's been oh, going? You're free to ask them more of the details. Uh, yeah. I know that the, there's a series of tunnels that are being dug to connect the four townships of Navikapura. Right. Because of the ports and the Navika River, trade is very good right now. The populations are exploding. Not everybody can or wants to live in Wamparanina, which is on the coast. 
So cutting down on travel times between townships has been sort of a priority among the citizens. And the problem was nobody wanted to pay for it, very costly up front. Representatives from the township argued in circles, couldn't agree on who'd put in money and who'd get money out of it. But then uh, seemed dead in the water and the Mullifair stepped in. For a long time, uh, Cliff Ironcloud, I, I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, Heard the name. A local advocate who sort of works on behalf of the townships. He was very resistant to cutting a deal with anyone who wasn't a northerner. But uh, he wanted to keep things in the family until now, and something must have changed because they came to a sort of agreement. Right. So. Sorry, keep things in the family? You just mean with Navigaporians, or...? Cliff wanted that, yes. He okay. preferred to give major projects to people from here to increase wealth and prosperity. When did that region. change? Uh, I think they came to their agreement a couple of weeks ago, and they've been hard at work at the tunnel since then. So the Molifers are obviously not working on the tunnel themselves, but they contracted no, out... they've the upfronted the cost. Uh, the arrangement, as far as I could understand, is that the Molifers would be allowed some use of the port that they were not allowed before, and in exchange for that, they've agreed to pay for this tunnel. Which area of the ports? The short ports or the long ports? Yeah. I think they're more interested in other continents. They've already got a lot of people here in Antisuyu, so I would imagine across the ocean. Oh, so... The tall ports. The, so the idea... Oh, I see, I see. Uh, so they're interested in uh, sort of a stake in the tall ports of Navigapura? Yes, I think so. <laughs> they're calling it the Steederway. Do you know what that is? No, no. Uh, give me a nature check. No. First roll. Steeter, S T W E T R. Uh, not T, S T W E D E R. Steeter. Fourteen. Fourteen. So you haven't heard of the Steeter way specifically, but Steeters are large spiders, very large spiders that ah. move very quickly, and you know that they are sort of relatively domesticatable, that people ride them. That, oh, no. that, and these steeder ways are used as they ride these spiders through the tunnels very, very quickly to get from place to place. They use these tunnel systems called steeder ways to do that. Right. And people, um, when are they going to be operational? Do they have like a sort of uh, estimate for that? They looked pretty good on track within a couple days until they hit a snag. Oh, wow. So they'll be completely... These these things are running. These tunnels are working now. The tunnels are dug. We just... Uh, they haven't fully uh, gotten them ready for the steeders, as far as I can tell. What was the snag? What happened? Uh, he sort of gestures to oh. the others. I'm not entirely sure. I just was told that something went amiss. Well, um, I'd love an ale. Of course. Yeah, me too. Uh, two copper. That's right. Emotions. He gets you do you have baths? We have the best bath in the north, the oh, Navika yeah. River. <laughs> <laughs> Where is an appropriate location to do such a thing in the Navika River? Wherever you like. Ha! There, there's no like favorite spot for people? Uh, no? I suppose there's a less steep embankment near the... Uh, Something like that. <laughs> near the gatehouse, and he sort of describes it. I mean, you could tell that you're finding oh, nice the gatehouse here alone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, are the iron clouds? This is going to be an ale. Can I still talk to him? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, are the um, 
Are the Iron Clouds in power? Is that sort of how the system of government works here? No, I wouldn't say that Nabikapura has as organized a government as some others. The Iron Clouds have a good reputation here. They've lived here for a long time, and Cliff, who right now is the leader of the Iron Clouds, leads a group called the Advocates. It's a group that makes sure that Navikapura doesn't get overrun by some of the richer communities from the south. During the war, Navikapura stayed out of the conflict mostly, so we try to take care of our own. So no Broken Crown, your own, so the gods? The Broken Crown is here, but they're not terribly highly thought of. So uh, your own sort of proprietary gods who sort of run by... You might find guards in Wamparani Na, maybe Naupa, but in the middle townships? Not likely to see many. So when something goes awry, who do you... Take care of it yourself, or you get a trusted neighbor. Right. Where have the, um, where have the Molifers sort of set up shop then, as it were? Um, I would guess probably in Wamparani Nan, near the ports. Uh, Jungfire is an up-and-coming neighborhood there, as well as, uh... Uh, Fangle as well is the other larger one that's coming out from the ports. That's where the um, that's where the Iron Clouds are based. I'm not sure that Cliff actually has a home of his own. He travels around. This, uh, he, the, uh, the rest of the family that he spoke of, his associates, his where are the advocates run out of them. The advocates follow him. They're always on the move. Bit of a messiah figure, this guy sounds like. He's very well regarded here, and I would say until he started making some deals with the Mulfairs, you probably couldn't find a person to say a bad thing about him. People have been talking badly about him since he struck that deal. I mean, would be on brand, wouldn't it? I mean, seems like that would make sense. He sort of gives you a non-committal shrug. It seems like he might be a little conflicted about it himself. <laughs> you know him personally? Uh, I've seen him, never had a personal interaction with him. You said that he was interested in keeping sort of southern money out of, you know, northern country. Isn't he sort of northern money? Is he from money himself? His family has been wealthy and established for some time, right? I suppose. What do you mean? Just interesting always when a person in power wants to keep other people in power out, I suppose. I don't know. I suppose it's true. Feels a bit like the pot calling the kettle black, right? (laughs) Cliff's never attempted to buy up any property, if that's what you mean, as far as we know. But didn't he just sell it off? Cliff and his advocates try to make offers with money that they raise to keep properties from falling into the hands of Southerners. So if someone can't afford to not sell it, they try to make up the difference and make sure that that property stays in their hands. It's nice of them. And this, um, Steeder way is not, um, destroying anyone's home, is it? It's entirely underground. The arrangement that they came to with the Mullifairs was that one, would be entirely funded by the Mullifairs, and two, which is that nobody gets hurt from the Vikapura in the construction of it, which means that whatever snag they hit, they're waiting for someone to come in and solve it because they can't do it themselves, because they're worried about the miners getting hurt. Right. These are all local miners? Yes, all hired out of the Vikapura. Um, unrelated, is there a, um, is there a courier? Uh, in, uh, in Nagar, he came to the right place. Nagarwas has the biggest courier service in Navikapura. It's called the Mail House, and pretty much all mail goes through there that's not going to another township in Navikapura. 
And he describes where it is to you. It's this very large building here on the north end. It's called the Mail House? The Mail House, yep. Stupid. <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, cheers then. I'm gonna go have a drink. Yeah, cheers. He kind of goes back to seat to the fire. I'm gonna go sit with the miners for a little bit, trying to find out what this um, little snag is. Yeah, do you want me to fly? Tagged on. Tifa? Yeah, I guess I'll go. I'll take a bath later. Yes, uh, doesn't be, sound to be exactly be, a bath, does be it? Be careful there. Maybe don't go alone. Well, I was going to say, right is... now it's, it's also very dark outside, and I want to go to the thing. If you do want to take a bath, <laughs> I'll go with you, yeah? I can turn around, close my eyes, oh, but I just, I don't, I don't know. Why that, do you want to yeah, go okay. so bad? <laughs> Rip ties are scary. <laughs> Dorby gets swept off the seat. <laughs> 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 Get out of here. Um, that's okay. I wouldn't mind hearing a little bit more from the miners, anyways. Yeah, I think we do need to. How do I? I have a feeling we're gonna get recruited somehow to help with this. Might not snack. be the worst I mean, way maybe to gain not, favor. I suppose. Okay. Uh, we should be mindful of Bazaar and Graven's time too. I know they wanted to go to bed then wake up rather early. Yes, that's quickly. True. Yeah. Quite is there like an open spot, like where they're sitting? There's a couple stools. There's only one table in the small room. Then there's just stools kind of scattered around. So you could take a stool and kind of pull it up to the table if you wanted to. Sure. I'll grab <laughs> a stool. Get in one of the clothes. And I'll sort of good, slide good in. Small town companies. Yeah. So you guys head over to the table. We're going to go over to the other uh, sleeping house for a moment. You guys push the door open. You open the door, and the lights are off in here. You take a quick scan around the room. It looks like two people are asleep in two beds in the back. And you were told that three people were sleepers, so presumably one person is unaccounted for. But there's five empty beds, just as he said they were, on the right and left side. So two people at the very opposite end, mm-hmm. another empty, and then our five empty. And that's yeah, like... So there's six empty and two. Yeah, and those are the only beds in the horror. So like eight beds. Right. And they're pretty packed. I mean, between me and you right now, that's about how far apart the beds are. Yeah. Each bed looks <laughs> cozy. <laughs> Yes, I wasn't thrilled about the sharing of sleeping quarters, but I guess we'll make do. Privacy is can be overrated, I suppose. <laughs> I guess let's keep it down. I guess. Um, I'm gonna like fiddle and find one. The of the, the locks to... they're pretty old, but they seem sturdy. But the, it takes a second to kind of get it open. They're a little rusted. Yeah, trying to be is there, mindful. Sorry, of this is there one for all of us, or yes? Oh, there's one, one for each person. Uh, yeah. God. One bed, one chest. <laughs> yep. Um, one really big bed. Yeah. <laughs> We're used to it at this point. Uh, yeah, I'll carefully, like, put my bag in the... I'll do the same. Give me a dexterity check. Oh. As you attempt to do that quietly. Okay. Oh. okay. First roll, First terrible roll. Straight up dexterity. Oh. Uh, straight dexterity. Stop it. Dude, stop <laughs> no. it. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I want to hear no. you say it. <laughs> I'm not sure how quiet he was able to unlock the chest. I rolled a natural one. Yes. So Graven puts the key in and he starts to turn it. And Bizarre can hear it kind of clicking as he tries to turn the lock. And then he... And it kind of... And the key kind of goes across the room. And you see one of the guys... Is that your key? What? Is that your key on the floor? Mm. And he kind of reaches over the bed. 
No, you <laughs> It's Graven's, that was rusty. <laughs> My hands are so deep. Um, do you want to stay or go meet with the others? They're cutting in. I'm on first watch. Cutting into my sleep already. Let's go um, see what they're up to. Fine, we'll try to hurry them back. Alright. <laughs> Take stock, relock the things. So you guys pull a stool up to the table, and nobody seems to resist. They kind of they saw you hanging, you know, over near the, the sort of counter anyway. So they all kind of crowded around, laughing, enjoying their company a little bit. The guy with the who had spilled the ale is kind of trying to dry it out in the corner. You can see him, but he's laughing. He's having a good time. Well, look who it is. Something from out of town, I see. Yeah. No, pull up a stool. Come on. Slide in closer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you talking to a barker? What you doing in town? While we're bounty hunters passing through, you know. Bounty hunters passing through. Everyone who comes through says they're bounty hunters. Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, what are you here for? Well, we're digging. We always digging. Oh, always digging. Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> Works good right Just... now. Nice. We're working for the Steeder way, so you can take that bullshit and see for yourself. I've heard. It's um, almost done, isn't it? It's pretty close. So uh, when are you guys going to be finishing it up? Well, if we can get rid of what's going on now, probably within a couple days. Are you guys run into some kind of a problem? Yeah, well, we're officially contracted by the advocates, but we all know that the mall affairs are footing the bill. <laughs> Right. It's good news when you hit a snag like we did, because we're still getting paid even when we're not working. Which is why we're drinking. Good deal for us. Nice. But uh, we do get a completion bonus when the job's done, so I'm eager to get back to work. Tunnels are coming along good, but the Steeders, in order to keep them docile in the tunnels, you have to use diluted malice pumping into the tunnels. That's a type of poison. Um, go ahead and roll uh, nature for me as well. I'll oh, hang better at the table there. A nature, you said? Yeah. Nat 20. Uh, Eight. Tell me. <laughs> 19. 19. So you guys are have definitely been familiar with mouse. It's not a terribly rare poison. It causes temporary blindness. It's not harmful, but it temporarily causes your vision to sort of cloud and obscure. Keep blinding the spiders, don't. To keep them sort of from accidentally attacking things. It's a low grade poison that you pump in, keeps the steeders from getting spooked. Load them up with passengers. Sometimes you don't I want them to. Suppose it would be hard to put blinders on eight eyes. It's a little difficult. Right. So the malice is very dense. It just stays on the floor of the tunnel, and the steeders' heads are real close to the ground. So they breathe in the malice, but the people riding on top, no problem. Right. So these malice tanks, somebody's been turning them off. Sometimes sabotaging them, and we don't know who or what. Can't seem to find out. And it's our foreman's determination that it could be dangerous if there's someone or something down there. So we shut down, 
got to take a contract over to the Broken Crown. He kind of looks around to his friends, and they all kind of like... <laughs> like, you can tell that the Broken Crown has a very poor reputation among the sort of general population of the people. So we got to wait till they're done. Has the contract already been brought to the Broken Crown? Taking it in the morning. Um, is, is the fear... Where are the... Um... Where the malice tanks? Are they down in the tunnels? So the Steederwave tunnels are nice and straight, and then there's these little caverns off to the side that we dig into and put the tanks in, and then we run pipes through the rock that feed it back into the tunnel. That way if a tank, uh, something goes wrong with the tank, don't just fill up the tunnel. Do you know who constructed these pipes? Was it, um, were you sort of uh, part of the team that constructed the pipes? Yeah, we did that. Oh, okay. Uh, what, can you tell me, what, what, what does this sort of, like, mechanism look like? I've seen stuff like this almost before. Uh, it's sort of a big metal tank, and it's got a wheel on the front that you turn to open it or you turn to close it. And, and then how has someone been sabotaging? How do you know? Well, some of them have just been turned off, and nobody's fessing up to saying they're the ones who are turning it off, and I don't see a reason why they would. And second of all, some of them are getting jammed. A couple of them, something was stuck in the wheel, or damage the pipe in some way what's the um what what is the contract what, what is the contract specifically for is it to find out who's doing it or yeah it's to go down there root out the problem could be a creature something burrowing through the tunnels that we ain't seen could be a person we need someone to go in turn the tanks on see if they can figure out who's been turning them on well we might be able to help you a little bit here you seem to not want to work with the broken crown um make a persuasion check mm -hmm. That thing. Make it with advantage. <gasps> Thank God. Not, no. no. Uh, um, five. Oh. Uh, yeah. Really. Wow. You should have seen the first roll. Well, I ain't saying you're wrong, but uh, it's up to our foreman what to decide to do with the contract. He's asleep at the moment. So your foreman uh, is he with the Molifers in some way, or nah. is he? Man in the big poor. I know. Who do you report to then? If it's the Molifers that are footing the bill, are you reporting directly to the advocates? Or is it, wait, is that what they're called? The advocates? Cliffin's advocates. advocates yeah. We go to the foreman, foreman goes to the advocates, the advocates have the money that they got from the Molifers. That's a chain of command as far as I know. Is your foreman sleeping here? Yeah, he's across the way. Well, what, does he, what does he look like so I can perhaps speak to him in the morning? He describes him to you. Uh, his name is... Martum Bowley, M-A-R-T-O-M, B-O-L-E-Y, Mr. Bowley. He's a human man, 50 or so, got a gray beard, navy jacket. Usually carries around a big backpack with a bunch of tools. That's how I see him most of the time anyway. Is he staying on the house to the right as you leave here, or to the left? Mm, left house. Okay. Look at if you're interested, I'm interested in your interest. I don't want to take it to the Broken Crown, but then again, I'm not really sure who you are. Is, is there a reason that you uh, feel so... I'm not saying I like them, I'm just uh, wondering why is it that the Broken Crown is so uh, reviled, as it seems is? Yeah, both sides were trying to drag Navikapur into the war. Broken Crown working for the rebel side, Prachikama working for the Empire side. Navikapur never picked sides. Since then, Broken Crown been trying to tell us what to do. We prefer if they don't. So what is your interest suggesting? More information on who we are? Maybe. You say bounty hunters. You got some kind of, I don't know, proof of 
Competency? Uh, I mean, it's hard to produce something like that for you. What do you want me to do? Pull a head out of my backpack? Yeah, we don't really, we don't really collect referrals either. <laughs> a head of referrals. <laughs> you got any good weapons? I don't know. Show me that you look like you can handle yourself. All right, I'll I'll um I'll sort of I'll I'll sort of <laughs> slide back a little right bit now. on the stool and stand up and pull out my nunchucks and try and do a little impressive okay. display. Oh, Give me a slide oh nunchuck. Oh my god! That's what I used to do in debated. Oh no. 21. There we go. Torlan stands back, and there's not a lot of room in here. Oh no. <laughs> As you pick him up, you can see a couple of guys sitting near you, kind of <laughs> give you some space. But you sort of very deftly kind of <laughs> whirl it back and forth. Cute. And they kind of watch, they're impressed a little bit. You sort of stop and stay. Alright, that ain't nothing. So, so what, you coming to town, you just looking for any kind of something to make money? Well, that seems like a, it seems like, given the, 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 the people involved, it seems like it could be a, a significant contract, and as bounty hunters, we're always looking for the biggest and, frankly, the wealthiest. Yeah, I suppose you could always wait and get the contract from the Broken Crown yourself, but it'd probably be beneficial to both of us to do it direct. Broken Crown takes a cut of contracts, I'm sure you know that. Yeah. What'd you say your name was? Erland. Spiro. Wow. Orba. <laughs> I'm Willie. Willie? Yeah, we'll say that as I know, the, I just... at this, it's okay, at this tail end part of this yeah. that they're talking about is when you guys kind of open the door and come in and you see them over there at the table. Saying my real name gets full gas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because you always lie. <laughs> hey, Jamie. Fred. Yeah, exactly. We're so ready for you to be like, Fred. <laughs> really? Sure. Well, look, I ain't gonna guarantee anything. I'll pass it on to the foreman that you're interested in, and I'll tell him to meet you in the morning if you haven't changed your mind, otherwise we'll take the contract over to the broken crown. If he needs us with, with sleeping, I'll let him know which one we're which He's probably sleeping. gonna report to the Melvin Hogg's memorial. That's where the Steederway entrance is. So you can meet him there in the morning, I'll tell you to keep your lookout for you. Um, what, what's, what time does the foreman typically wake up? Um, usually he'll head over there probably around 10. Melvin Hogg's Memorial? That's right. And he describes the location of it first to sort of describe where to meet them. It is this stone building. Oh, okay. Right here in the middle of town. Melvin Hogg's yeah. Memorial. Who, who is Melvin Hogg's? Yeah, Melvin Hogg's sort of a local hero. During the war, he'd steal things from the Broken Crown and the Empire, bring it back to Nagawas. Feed his cool. people. That's lovely. So, sort of a local legend. His daughter lives around here, but he's long gone. Who's his daughter? His daughter. Can you tell you that? Uh, his daughter, Llewellyn Hawks. Broken Crown barely have a presence in this town, in this city. Isn't that true? I'm sorry. They with you? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yes. Hello. Hello. You said? Broken Crown. They barely have a presence in this. Um, they got a decent presence in Wamparani. In the coast. Not so much out here. Right. Okay, well... Thanks for the chat. 
Hey, I hope you can do this service. And, I hope uh, so too. If you have a vested interest in being able to move between the townships quick, then you'd be helping that out too. Yeah. Fair point. Well, enjoy the night. I'll sort of finish up my ale. You too. Yeah, I'm just Kind of goes back to Jackman's friends. Found some work for us already, have you? Well, possibly. Maybe something else. But I think we should find a private place to talk. So maybe start heading towards the door. Of the... As you do, um, uh, Albarka kind of gives you a little wave. And... Good night. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Yes, step outside. So that sounded familiar, right? A little bit. The tampering of sort of well, smoky mechanisms? Okay, so what we found out is they're building a cedarway, right? <coughs> Effectively, it's this underground sort of transportation. I don't know, you ride spiders, get places faster. You've Sounds... ridden cedars before, definitely. Ah, yes. A bit creepy, but works. Right, so they have this mechanism in order to keep the spiders docile that they sort of gas them with malice, right? They've got this pump, familiar to us, right? We've seen pumps like this before. And apparently, I'm I'm not saying... I think every pump is in some way related. Well, what I'm saying is if you were interested in performing an experiment, right? Wouldn't that be a fantastic way to dose passengers as well? I'm saying you're putting people, just random travellers, through a gas chamber that's going to rule out which ones are your uh, the right type to do your fucking experiments on. I had they're to... trying to, re- they're, I mean, not recruit. Recruit is the wrong word. They're enslaving people is what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm talking really loudly considering that we just stepped out of this. I had the opposite thought, actually, that if this is a, um, if this is something that's going to benefit the wealthy in Navikapura, the, the Molofers are, are backing this. Oh. If, mm. if, if it's going to benefit the wealthy, perhaps... Perhaps it's it's a dissident who wants to interrupt the construction, knowing that as long as uh, maybe they know something, maybe the Molofers are trying to transport something using these. Regardless, I think that it, it well, involves I'm enough familiar names, and is frankly a, a, a lucrative contract. Be a good place to start. And also, I need to know why Cliff Ironcloud just recently recently struck a deal with the Molofers. Why? They've had a, a, a known hatred of one another for years. It, it goes a cliff. His followers, I saw it in that bar, are upset that he made this deal. So there's something there. And he seems like, I mean, you never know with these kind of messiah types, right? But he ostensibly is supposed to be someone who's protecting his people. So if he believes that there's something in it for them, then maybe you're right, maybe it's not something like this, but we have to look at those tanks, right? I mean, we don't know what else is going to be down there, and certainly we don't know what's messing with it. The, the guy we talked to, Willie, he, he seems to think that it's a creature, but it's not a creature if they're turning off a machine. Well, regardless, I think accepting the contract, whether or not we actually wish to solve the problem, is just a great excuse to be down there well, and not get in trouble it. for it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, so so I'm going to meet with the, the, the mining foreman uh, in the morning. But uh, 10 before we do, should we be worried about undercutting the Broken Crown? No, not in these parts. Just because that's who was originally going to be contracted to do this job, we shouldn't be worried about that? I, I mean, p- politically, is that something that would offend the Broken Crown? If or? they had set up an agreement that could be 
that could maybe butt some heads, but he also said they haven't brought it to them yet. Yeah. So plans to bring it to the Broken Crown in the morning. They have not yet brought the contract. And also, Broken Crown, or that's almost... It's not like they're asking members of the Broken Crown to do something. It's that they're putting it out. Yes, they're yeah. going to the Broken Crown to post to a contract. Yeah. In the same because way that they, I used to go pick up Yes, things. because right. they need someone who's not from to be deported to it because right. they had that agreement that no one can get right. you know, hurt. So I think that's a good place to start. I don't think the Broken mm-hmm. Crown are going to mind. Um, so that's why I'd like to start in the morning, whether or not anyone comes with me. Uh, not not to underground, just to pick up the contract. Just keep in mind who stands to benefit, I suppose. Because I want to jump to conclusions. Deal. Shall we get some rest? Yes. Yes. Just be quiet. There's already two men in there. And when we were last in, one of the, the third occupied bed was not, but... Who knows now, but we've already may have woken one up by mistake. Step, step lightly. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'm just gonna take some stuff out of my saddlebags. Sure. The, the, we'll say the trunk has like maybe two large slots available. So six. Is that what that is? Six. It's three for no, a large. Six is a large, I think. So twelve. Oh, 12 I thought. I thought three was a large because I have a shovel that's a three. I think three is medium. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Oh, so twelve. Yeah. Oh, okay. We use oh, I'm, I'm just emptying my saddlebags then. I'm just gonna put all oh, okay. these things in my arms. Yeah. So yeah, how many slots is it? It's twelve, 12 in the trunk, oh. which is the same as two saddlebags. Oh, okay. Is that the same bag? Bag? Six. Yeah. We'll say yeah, yeah, that's two yeah. saddlebags. So okay. I can, I can grab. But then so you couldn't put all your bags. You couldn't put all your stuff on your person and all the stuff. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just doing a bag, and, and we're all encumbered from the horse. Oh my god! <laughs> that very disturbing walk that every yeah. character has in a video. Craven's just walking uh-huh. behind everybody, just picking up. Things. <laughs> 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 um, I can get everything from my saddlebags. Great. Um, you didn't, but we can say that that conversation happened. You did not ask him about his nephew watching the horse. Oh yeah, I we're you decided good. against it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You He's see his pay. nephew looking sad from the window. Mm. He gets <laughs> With empty pockets <laughs> turned out, like, <laughs> holding his stomach. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, who's first watch? Craven. Okay. Good night. Good night. Well, you click the door open, see the open beds, everybody kind of quietly puts their valuables in the trunk, locks them, gets into their beds. Begins to sleep. Go ahead and roll perception checks as people move forward. Perception check. Perception check. Perception check. That's another that one. Wow. Ooh, hot start. Bam, bam, bam. You see much. <laughs> in this room. Yeah, in the room. Ten for me. There nope. Fine. Sorry. Ten. Taking turns, people coming in and out. It's during Graven's first watch that you, it does look like the third occupant of your building, kind of. It's one of the guys that was at the table, kind of comes stumbling through. He kind of gives you, kind of passes his way through. And you guys, as you're in bed, kind of hear the, as he kind of flops into the bed at the far end. But the watches come and go. The sun begins to rise. People passing in and out, sort of quietly pushing the door open and letting it close behind them as each person takes their turn watching the horses. 
And whereas sunlight coming through the window has been the most common occurrence prompting people to wake from their slumber in the past lodgings, this time it's the rustling of unfamiliar patrons, other people in the room putting on their boots. You can hear them kind of groaning, packing bags, sitting and holding their heads in the hopes that the hangovers will subside. <laughs> Accustomed to the barracks-like accommodations from her time served, it's Safira who sleeps the soundest. <laughs> she cracks an eye only as her near-my companions begin to stir after already having taken her watch. Besides the interior noises, a little bit of shuffling, grumbling, beds creaking as people are leaning over, getting up, pushing themselves out of bed, it's surprisingly quiet. Nothing like rising at the Lakeside Inn or the Dancing Clam where the muffled sounds of a bustling kitchen and a city beginning its day begin to fill the atmosphere from afar. Nagarwas is no Orinchupa. It's an intimate town whose inhabitants, for the most part, know each other very well, and you imagine that word of one's reputation travels fast here, a fact that can make certain investigative efforts difficult if you ask the wrong person the wrong question, but could also be used to your advantage as helping the right person or putting money in the right hands might open doors elsewhere. It's your first morning in the vegan war, and there's much to do. Oh, Jesus. The group rises. Um, just on my watch, can I have taken a look at the, um, the page, the Marvel Mission page? Sure. Yes, it has not changed as far as can I? Is there any way for me to sort of say that, like, I, I want to have the, the smooth stone? Somewhere in my bag that's like relatively easy to see if it glows. Sure, we'll say yeah. cool. you kind of have to like sling it off your shoulder a little bit. Um, I want it still safely in there. Yeah, like, just that, like no, you know, I mean, look like at if it, you yeah. have a knapsack that's on your back, you kind of one shoulder it so it's hanging there yeah, by yeah. your hip. Yeah, you can see this it. one. Yeah, great. Sure. A long rest has been taken. I think people were mostly top yes. off. Senses down. Yeah, my stupid spells <laughs> in a stupid um, way. What time is it roughly? We'll say, I mean, so I know you guys, you wanted to make the rendezvous with this guy at yeah. about 10, so we'll say it's like pretty close, like 9.30, because to get a full rest, you yeah. went to bed yeah. past 1 o'clock, yeah. so we'll give you the full rest, it's close, but you didn't have a hugely taxing day. We'll need a ration. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can also... No time! Look at those. No time! It did not look like there was food being served. As far as you, that doesn't mean there wasn't, but nobody was eating. People were only okay. drinking. Alright, ration it is. Oh dear. Seven rations. I guess we would have eaten yeah. one the night before, yeah. too. Yes, the night before also. So, so, you ate before you went to bed. You caught the time size for rations. That's true. I just. I foraged. Please. How foraged? It's quite Well, I need to make some haste to the, um, to the monuments. Right, yeah, do the... Is anyone coming with me, or should I meet you somewhere? I'll go with you. Right. I have to stop any I'd like to make. So, so are we splitting up, then? Yeah, we should have a plan for meeting back. You're just collecting the contract, and then... I wasn't sure yet. I was going to see what we were going to do as a group. I'm heading west. Well... Well, you're not gonna go alone. I'm just going to talk to somebody. Okay, but she's not gonna go alone. Can you wait until this evening to leave? Why? So that you don't go alone. Okay, how about this? 
We send him on his own. Are you going to be all right on your own? Yes, I'll be fine. Okay, fine. I'm. I'm, I'm not able to go by myself. I feel like whatever you're doing is on a different level. He's going around the corner to get a contract. I can meet. Where, where should I meet everyone? And when? Well, do we think we need one night of of not being together? Why? Like Why? rendezvous tomorrow night? It's just a long way. You have to go all the way east, and we have to go all the way west. That's all I'm asking. I'm trying to be considerate of everybody's time. I suppose I need to head to the coast as well at some point. Um, who, are you? Who else is heading to the coast? I need to go to the coast. Coast. Mm, coast. Need to go to the I can. I can wait. No, you can't. I understand. It's okay. Just to clarify, in terms of the contract itself, like if you guys start heading west, I mean that would take Erlen hours to catch up with you to discuss the contract. Right. See what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Just so but I can clear. take the contract and accept it, and you don't know that for sure. It's not like an. Were, yeah, you, this is an official broken ground contract. This is like a shaking uh, yeah, hands I guess, deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, okay. If the contract, I is guess time... you didn't ask him how urgent it was necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. If the contract is time sensitive. <clears throat> Maybe I can go west and make it back here in time to, to, to do that. Where's the entrance again? In the Melvin Hogs Memorial, which is right in the center of town. Oh, okay, got it. Well, that's the entrance to the... That's to the also the, to the entrance street. to it. Oh, jeez, okay. Why don't, I, why don't I get the contract, come back in... in, in it, it's right there. I'll, I'll be back in 30 minutes. Let's maybe not go anywhere and then figure out what we're going to do for that. I think the main point of this is that Orba does not want to stay here any longer than she has to. You want to leave immediately for the east, yes? For west. Yes. So then what I'm saying is, is let me get the contract, see if it's time sensitive, and then we can make a decision then whether perhaps we three simply go down there and then head to the coast and Safira accompanies Orba. Okay. Will you just come with me for now? To where? Do you remember Michael Ainsley? Yes. His father is here, I believe. In... in the Garwas? Okay. Okay. I can do that. Just for the afternoon. He, he's truthfully someone that I, I might be interested in speaking to as well. Oh my goodness. But can I have five minutes? Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> when so so you become the bachelor? Just where and when should I meet? <laughs> Centrally, the hogs place. In how long? In a few hours. All right. In three hours, we'll be back here. Okay. Come back at the, the, the hogs memorial. Is everyone okay with that plan? Okay. Okay. So you're going to Michael Ainsley's father's house, and we're going to get the contract and Bazora. You're welcome to come with I'll us. I'll go with them. All right. So you step outside. You take sort of take in the small town air here in Darwas. And in the daytime, with the shadows a little less ominous, the streets a little less empty, the main road through town is quite pretty to look at, better integrated into its natural surroundings than the cities of the south, and an ever-present background sort of flush, flowing with the Nubika River, the trees in the background. And from where you stand, the two buildings that stand out the most among the scattered houses are once again the stone structure to the north that's been described to you, as the Melvin Hogs Memorial. And then a little bit to the northwest, it looks to provide access across the river traveling to and from Nakuzi, the next town took over. It's kind of a gatehouse there that we showed you guys as well, this one here. Mm-hmm. 
and as Erland and Saphira step towards the memorial building, you admire the condition of the stone exterior, no creeping vines or buildup of blemishes along the foundation. It's clear that the citizens of Nagarwas hold the memory of this Melvin Hoggs in very high regard, keeping his namesake building in pristine condition. A wide set of double doors at the front is propped open, giving you a small window to peek inside where a pair of laborers are vigorously scrubbing the floors of the cavernous interior. The evident importance of this building highlights one other aspect of Nagarwas, and perhaps Nabikapura by extension, that you've briefly heard about that didn't cross your mind as you were entering. There are no guards stationed at the door. In fact, you haven't seen a single person at all that has any kind of appearance of an organized town watch or a militia or anything of that kind. So you start to approach the building. And as you step inside, the echoing of your footsteps starts immediately. You sort of get from the stone steps to the interior and immediately kind of click that rings out your boots on the tile. And other than a statue in the center, which you'd hazard a guess is a likeness of Mr. Melvin Hoggs, the room is entirely void of furniture. There's a staircase on your right that leads both up and down, presumably to the second floor and some kind of cellar. But on the opposite side of the room, there's another set of stairs that looks like a much newer addition. Temporary wooden beams and a makeshift railings that seem to be part of an ongoing project. And standing beside this opening is a human man in his 50s graying beard, navy-colored jacket, and a large knapsack slung over his shoulder. And he straightens a little bit as he sees you come in, sort of seeing people he doesn't recognize. You know that he's been told potentially to meet someone, so he sort of, he doesn't know it's you, but he kind of gives you a little... <laughs> we'll give him a little... And he gives you a nod. And he sort of motions <laughs> over to you. And you guys make your way over. And as you pass by, you sort of pass by the statue in the center of the room, Elven Man. He has sort of an enormous cloak that kind of swallows him up. The, the craftsmanship of the stone is very good, the sort of folds and the carving. And he has an intricate mask covering the top half of his face, almost sort of a little clandestine figure. And there's a phrase carved at the base, give more than you take and take from those who refuse to give. It's sort of carved into the base wow. of Mr. Melvin. Yes. Oh god. So Robin Hood, yeah. It's <laughs> just like Hoggin Hood. <laughs> oh, ice cream? Yep. <laughs> sound like Hoggin oh, Hood. Yeah. Oh. Guys, okay, don't get on my level. Word no. <laughs> layers deep into that. Yeah. <laughs> Pun. Twenty layers? My name is Mr. Bowley. I'm you here about the job. Uh yes. We are, yeah. Erland and Safira. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, thank you for helping us out, potentially. Uh, less money in the pockets of the Broken Crown, the better. I'm sure that's not the first time you'll hear that. No. <laughs> Second time, actually, so far. You feel the same way? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's what it is. There's five tanks of malice on the stretch of Steederway in question. This is the stretch from Nagawas to Wamparanina. We had to replace one of them just a couple days ago, but they should right now all be in working condition. In a perfect scenario, you would open all five of the valves and then wait a while and see if they turn off or if anything shows up or anything. We really don't know what we're looking at at the moment. My men said that they heard some noises, inconclusive, whispers, things scattering across the ground, but it's tunnels. You hear things sometimes. Whispers, anything legible? Not that I heard. Okay. 
There was uh, one of my men that we sent home. He probably wasn't there drinking with the man last night. He reported to me that he felt a sudden compulsion to turn off one of the valves. But then the feeling went away and he returned to his work. I don't know what it means. Maybe you have some theories. Where's this man? Where can we speak to him? He's on his way to, or he was on his way last night to Nakuzi, so he's at least a township over at the moment. Any other men reporting strange symptoms? Not like that. Like I said, hearing noises, nothing other than that. And how long of a, um, on foot, how long would it be between um, where we are now and Wamparani now? Time-wise? Time-wise. Maybe two hours? So but this stretch of speed steederway is right under here. I mean... That's what I'm saying. So just, you're saying there's five tanks in between. How long would it take us to see... To there's five them? tanks just in this stretch I'm talking about. Between here and Wamparani now, there must be 200. Oh, maybe. oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. So the stretch is up immediately below us. Yes. I see. If I you see. get to the fifth tank, you're barely outside of Nagawa's. I see. It's probably a stretch of... 300 feet? Not very far. It requires quite a bit of malice to make sure that the creatures don't spook. Right. So I was expecting much longer. And who do you have in charge of the malice itself? Where, where are you getting your supply? We get that from the advocates. They're supplied for us. Okay. And um, why is it these five... Is it just these five tanks in particular that keep being... These are the five that we've identified as turning off when supposedly they were supposed to be on. Now, my workers are good men, but they play pranks. Sometimes I wrote it off as someone trying to make another one's life more difficult, saying he did it when he was supposed to be on watch, whatever. But it seemed to be happening more frequently than one would expect, and we began to think that there might be something in the tunnels. When you say something, um, what, what do you mean by something? Do you guys have any theories? The Steederway is a long stretch. We walk through it. We're out of that stretch for a while. Someone could have walked down and gone into the tunnels, I suppose. A person, the or it could have been something else. Does it seem Does it seem to me like he's withholding information from us when he says it? Make an insight check. And be a little more specific. Withholding... Um, withholding, like, that he that he does know more about why perhaps these are being oh, turned why off. The wild are being turned off? Yeah. Uh, 17. He seems pretty forthright, and he seems a little frustrated. It's obvious to you that initially he felt that this was nothing and that he wanted to get the job done and that maybe the workers were like pretending things were broken so they could mm -hmm. fuck off and have a drink or something and that now he's he's sort of trying to deal with this problem so he can get back to work. One of your workers mentioned that there is a completion bonus in it for them, right? That's right, yes, for all of us. Uh, so wouldn't it sort of be antithetical to what they want to turn off these machines? One would think, although they are paying for the time off, so theoretically you could get a little extra money taking the time off and then also collect the completion bonus at the end. And the steeders um, themselves, if we were to want to, say, use one to expedite our trip, would that be possible? For this? Well, the steederway is not operational yet, because it's not been clear. Yes, are we going to encounter any steeders down there? They're not in this stretch of time. Uh, who is it that is sort of officially was going to put it put out this contract was it you or? yes i was supposed to take it and still need to take it to the broken crown if you're not prepared to do it soon now uh yes well 
yes, I think that we, we definitely are interested in it. Um, who do you report to specifically as the, as the former? Report to of the advocates? Do you report to the advocates? Then? Yes, I do. All right. All right. You, you don't report to any of the uh, Molifers sort of funding it? I do not. And there's no way we could have a chat to the engineers, right? Who sort of... Replace the tanks? Yeah. Replace the tanks? No, but um, you buy the malice from the advocates, right? They provide yeah. that directly to you? I could introduce you to the advocates that we correspond with, yes. Might be useful. Um, I, I think so, yes, yes. That's all contingent on solving our problem, I would have you know. Right, we are going to have to talk to our companions, but th- this is very interesting. To no, we're going say. to take the contract right now, and I'm going to go collect some things, and we'll get on it as soon as possible. All right. <laughs> it's 250 upon completion. Excellent. All right, I'm going to wait here. So please come back quickly because oh, if not, I'm going to take it directly to the Broken Crown. Uh, do we have? Do I have an uh, say an hour to collect supplies based on what you've told us? I can give you an hour. Great. All right. Thank you. Okay. Just get ready. And sort of goes, but he seems like uh, one more thing. Um, assuming you are taking the contract, you're coming back in an hour. I will have the main channel lamps lit for you so that you can see in the main tunnel. When you go into the caverns off of the main tunnel that have the malice tanks in them, those will not be lit. They will be dark. Just so you know. Okay. No problem. <laughs> he sort of he steps back down into the little tunnel there. Um, I'd like to exit the building first. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you following him? Yes, I Across the marble floor? Is there anyone sort of outside? I mean, you can like find just a, a random, just oh, a you're random, just looking like a random, random person. person. Yeah. yeah, there are some people walking from milling about through town, just a couple of random people. Okay, um, do you mind if I stop someone? Sure, go ahead. Hey, excuse me. Yeah. So I'm looking for um, an, an Ainsley, do you know where he is? Uh, Mr. Donovan Ainsley? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Do you know where his... Uh, yeah, he and he points, lives right in the gatehouse. Oh, all right, great. Um, thank you. Good luck to you. What, why good luck? Nobody goes to Mr. Ainsley unless they need a healer, so I assumed you needed a healer. Oh, that's surprisingly courteous of you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Um, we should catch up with the rest of the group and, and take this contract. They're not going to be happy with having to do it right now. Let me talk to them. Okay. Can't wait. Rolling. <sighs> um, so and, as this yeah. was going on, and we're gonna head, yes, head, yeah, head in that direction. As this was going on, we'll sort of rewind in time a little bit. So they walked off towards the Melvin Hogs Memorial and left the three of you. Um, uh, I suppose we need to ask Albarca. I don't know exactly where Donovan is, so I'm just gonna ask Albarca. Sure. You go inside. Head into the building. It's empty now in this sort of morning hour. Again, it doesn't seem, from what you can tell, like it serves food, so no one's in here to like have a breakfast in the morning. Seems like he's sort of cleaning. He's cleaning the place up a little bit from a rowdy night last night, pushing in some of the chairs, returning a few of the stools to their place. Oh, good morning. Morning. Uh, a couple questions for you. Somewhere, uh, any shops in the area? I need to buy more rations and some supplies and things. Uh, yes. Well, what are you looking for specifically? Um, rations, uh, possibly equipment. The one of the larger general stores in Navikapur is called Kiana's Collateral. It's more of a sort of pawn shop, exchange shop, but he should have a lot of what you need. Is there any blacksmith? In this uh, area? You'd have to go over to Nakusi. Right. 
healer, Donovan Ainsley. Yes. Where, where does he reside? He lives in the gatehouse. It's right outside the door. You shouldn't miss it. Thank you. Yes. Does it seem far? No. It's... <laughs> right over there. Great. Um, do you want to make the way? Yes. And you're following... Yeah. <laughs> Keep Sorry. looking back Were and checking this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, I've taken my Getting bag nice. back out of the truck, yeah. but left the hospital. Okay. Yeah, I have my bag, but the saddlebag's stuff. Great. So you head to the northwest. Gatehouse has a kind of quaint, weathered appearance. It looks like it hasn't been put to its initially intended purpose in many years. With the portcullis up, the drawbridge down, and not a sentry in sight. The intimidation factor normally present in such a structure is lost, an image softened further by the ample bouquets of flowers laid upon the front stoop of an iron-banded door that leads to the interior portion of the gatehouse. The closer you get, the louder the sound of rushing water grows, drowning out the noise of the town and making you feel both very isolated and very insulated as you glance on the writing on the door. D. Ainsley. And a small, painted piece of wood hanging on a nail just below the name. In. <gasps> Question for you, Matt, real quick. <clears throat> Would I recognize the symbol of Grom Legale if I saw it? No. Great. <laughs> um, I may offer I may offer the Hasku to him if it's something that he might be able to utilize in his healing. Are you okay with that? Okay. We Did don't have miss? private living quarters anyways. I'm not going to get high on high school when we're sharing a space with all a bunch of other strangers. I suppose not. What if it was private? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you mind giving me a few minutes inside alone? Go ahead. Just... I'm going to take a bath. Oh. Where? They said the water was pretty good. You could, you could look down yeah. and see the river. You're right at the edge of the bridge there. Just all right. yell if you need us, I guess. You know who? You know the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> or I know. I do. <laughs> I do. Good. Good luck. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> the two of them. Yeah. Back well. up a little bit. Oh. Go inside. Oh. <laughs> Why am I letting you go? Do to it? Or yeah, it's locked. That was weird. That was yeah. sorry. Yeah, that time. Yeah. I ruined the moment, but I was like, Mur. and you wait for a moment. And you hear the sound of the door unlock, and that's where we're gonna take our break. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, it's fine if you want to do that. What? We're gonna take a quick break right there, what and we're gonna else? come back, see what's in store at the gatehouse, and then see maybe what's in store for Erland, possibly convincing the party to do this thing. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, why? Oh my God. Money. Wait, you guys. Money. money. <laughs> Wait, you guys have you thought guys? about money. Money. Okay. Oh, uh, before we go to break, um, Night Munch did subscribe, and then I believe we got a new subscriber. This oh. was a new name to me, uh, Leo J seventy seven. So thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Enjoy Night the story. Um, we'll be taking it's a twenty minute break. Right? It is a twenty minute break. <laughs> we we changed it a little while back. Uh, we'll be back in twenty minutes. We'll pick it up from there. Thank you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Woo! Oh my god. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. 
please consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. Best of all, you can do this free of charge with an Amazon Prime subscription. Not enough for you. So be it. Follow us on Instagram at tabletopnotch and Twitter at tabletop underscore notch for updates, announcements, and other amusing content, so I'm told. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. And now, back to A Peak Beneath the Veil. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Tabletop Notch, Chapter 70. We're in Navikapura, and we are, we find ourselves, and I'll open up the map one more time. We find ourselves here, on the edge of the river, at the gatehouse between the Garwas Uzi. <laughs> The Graven has just knocked on the door to the gatehouse. Sign on the gatehouse door, D. Ainsley, currently in. And you hear a little bit of the noise, the sound of an unlock on the other side. And the door opens up. And a man in an accented brown robe answers the door. Mid to late twenties, with shaggy black hair that flares out atop his ears. It looks functional, but his right eye is only able to open part of the way. There's a sizable gash running from close to the bridge of his nose to the back of his right jaw, which evidently also makes it difficult to shave that area as tufts of facial hair are kind of thicker around the wound. In the crevice of the gash, you see what looks like plant matter built up and sticking slightly out, almost like little green-blue clovers growing from the area. Although as it's matted down, it's hard to tell if it's actually growing from there or if he's used some kind of natural home remedy balm of some kind of fill in the cracks as a kind of ointment of some kind. Mm. It's kind of mushed into the gash there. Mm. Mm. The gash on his face is the most prominent, but a quick scan reveals that there's definitely more. You can see one peeking up from just below his neckline and another one down by his left wrist. Kind of that same kind of leafy, clovery gunk kind of in the crevice of the <laughs> Here for Mr. Ainsley, or looking to buy? I would like to have an audience with Mr. Ainsley if I could. He's upstairs at the moment. Is it important? How? It would only be a few minutes of his time. With no intention to be rude, it's either important or it's not. And there will never be a time to concern Mr. Ainsley with something unimportant. It is important. Thank you. He doesn't kind of fight you. And he opens the door a little further. He leads you into a rather unassuming little shop, nestled between the other living amenities. A kitchen to your left with an oven built into the wall. A fireplace on your right with a couple upholstered chairs and nearby bookshelf. And the only part of the room that has a sort of commercial or transactional appearance is a long island countertop, kind of directly opposite from where you're standing, and there's a glass display case behind it that contains four beautiful ornate staves of varying design, sort of very intricately carved out of different materials, sort of inlaid with pieces of glass and things. And he sort of lets, allows you into the room, he takes a few steps toward kind of a staircase near the back, and he, and he gets to the edge of the staircase and he turns back around. Come on then. You said it was important. Mm. Follow the turn. 
and the sound of the stairs kind of echoes out around you. And it gets quiet as you get to the top of the second floor. And you wait. And you see the young man kind of move. There's You get up to this kind of landing on the second floor, and there's two doors. There's one right at the, sort of, right as you get to the top, and then a little hallway, just like 15 feet and another door down. But he goes to the door right at the top of the stairs. He knocks on the door. Be patient. He moves rather slow. And you sort of wait there with him for a moment at the foot of the door. And you hear the sound of quiet footsteps. And there's a pause. And then more footsteps. It seems like he's sort of stopping, almost to rest between every few footsteps. And despite the gatehouse not being terribly large, even at its longest dimensions, this happens a couple times. And the boy waits, unbothered, unfazed, doesn't seem to be unusual at all to him that it takes this long for the door to be answered. And finally the door cracks. And kind of a withered hand wraps around the edge. And it pulls it open. And Michael was hardly a child. But the elven man that stands before you could easily be his grandfather, or even great-grandfather. The wrinkles of his skin look like a dry desert riverbed, and the few remaining wispy strands of gray hair that he has start so far back on his scalp it almost looks like they're floating in the air behind him. His dark green toga-style body wrap is draped loosely around him, and he does utilize a walking stick of his own, though it's far more mundane, simple, not like the merchandise downstairs that you saw in the glass display case. He kind of looks back into his room for a moment, and then looks to you. The breeze coming through my window is quite cool. Would you mind if we sat by the fireplace downstairs? That's fine. You may stay here. And the boy kind of nods, and he goes down to the room at the end of the hall, opens the door, and closes it behind him, leaving just the two of you. And he starts to descend the stairs one step at a time, slowly all the way down. And slowly follow him, giving him plenty of space. Step. He gets all the way to the bottom, and he sort of very slowly, deliberately makes his way over to the fireplace. There's a few logs kind of already in there, and he kneels, and it looks like this takes significant effort. He sort of lowers himself down using the staff, puts it on the floor, and there's sort of a piece of tinder by the fire that he kind of starts to work on the fire. <laughs> Does it look like he's succeeding? I mean, it's making sparks. Oh. He's just trying to get it. <laughs> it hasn't sort of lit all the way up. You can talk while I do this. I suppose I should just be frank. I met Michael Ainsley in Oranchupa. Kind of stops, he sits up, and he looks at you. How is my son? He was well. I left him well. And finally, he kind of gets one of the sort of pieces of kindling to ignite a little bit and start to crack. We did not spend 
a lot of time together, but we did end up sharing certain things with each other that strangers might not. Namely, the nature of your worship. I am a cleric of Grom Legale. It is known, not a secret. Right. Are there others? Of Grom Legale? Yes. Yes. Do you have much parlay with them? We get together every year for a reunion. No. Is there no way that you could if you wanted to? I have met two of them. I could communicate with them if I wished to. I thought as much. Do you not communicate with Michael regularly? (laughs) Michael's path was not chosen for him as mine was. Do you have children? We get along better from a distance than we ever did together. He was very... He was kind to me and very helpful. He is kind and helpful. If you did for some reason want to reach the others in your worship, is there some way... I suppose you would just... Send a message to them, wouldn't you? Are you looking for a referral? Have you ever had someone join your worship? Yes, there are many who worship Ron Legale, but he chooses his clerics. Feeling lonely, spiritually. Perhaps. So what do you want from me? Have you been satisfied by your relationship? I believe that my God is good. I know it deeply and truly. That is as much satisfaction as one can expect. something else. Uh, yeah. I have what used to be a, a cursed ring that uh, I was wondering if you could point me in the direction of someone who may be able to either uh, 
find its magical properties or see if it needs to be destroyed or something of the like. You came here to me <laughs> to ask me that. You were the only name I knew coming into this town, into this district. Celis could probably do it, though you're unlikely to get him to take the time for such a mundane task. Palomar Franco is a tinkerer who lives in Wampiranina. You could try him. I'm gonna reach in and, and pull out the chain with both on it and show him the ring. seen anything like this before? And immediately put her away. Yes. Palmer Orcellus, thank you. You're welcome. If you see Michael, tell him I said hello. A god will sometimes ask something of you that you are not ready to answer. Or ask something of you that you're not ready to give. And the question becomes, is the bond of trust between you strong enough to survive the aftermath of the moments when they reach through you? do something that you would not on your own. When you speak of satisfaction, these are the things you must think of. Can you accept that a god may do things that you do not want? And is that a relationship that you can live with? What if there were no trust at all? I would look for a different rung, I suppose. Picture a ladder that goes all the way from the ground to the stars. On the lowest rungs, you see the struggles of the smallest villages. And the higher up you go, the more you see, but in less detail. Now you cannot see the individual villagers' plight but you see what is good for the town, and then the city, and then the country, and then the world. It's of the utmost importance that a cleric and his god see things from the same rung. If one believes they see the greater good, but you are unwilling to sacrifice at a lower level, you will never see eye to eye. There are gods for every rung. Some deal with things on a much smaller scale, the good and the bad of the everyday. Some of them do what is best for the world. 
cannot find yourself on the same run. As I said, time to find someone on a different run. It cannot be that easy. It depends on who you're sharing a run with, I suppose. <laughs> Some would rather kick you off the ladder than watch you climb down. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Disappointed? No. But it could be dangerous. How can I find... How can I find someone? You wish to find the other one. Who might be willing to go to that wrong. And if you're wrong? I don't know you. I care deeply for the people of Vikapura. This is my home. I have no more advice for you until I know who you are. Do you understand me? Thank you for your time. Good luck, Graven of Kalusni. <laughs> starts to make his way He leaves you alone in the sort of base of this shop. I'm just gonna. There's still a fire going from where he started. Yeah, a little fire crack. He's gonna kind of stare into it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Take a few deep breaths. Outside during this time, Zara and Orba kind of had a moment to. <laughs> exactly that. Splashed <laughs> in each other. <laughs> yeah. in the time can, was there anything you wanted to address before Erlen's during this time that Graven is in Erlen's sphere by now coming to join? No, I think Orba's just gonna pay particular attention to like getting nice and clean, like getting her boots nice and clean. She's gonna try Watch to- Watch sort of meticulously yeah. scrub I'm just like- <laughs> One dunk and yeah. she's done. I'm good. No, like fingernails, like she wants to like nice- So you guys clean. walk over to the gatehouse sort of expecting maybe to go into the gatehouse before you see anybody, but you see sort of standing down by the river, the banks there, bizarre. The Goliath's inside then? Yes, he just asked for some privacy. Hmm? I'm assuming you're gonna wanna go in and invade that? Uh, no, it's... it's what, what exactly do you want with this guy? I don't know. Mm, right. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, I need... <clears throat> I was gonna wait till the Goliath comes. I need, um... I need... 
you know, uh, new field work, as, as I mentioned to right. all of you, and uh, yeah. Ainsley is a rather prominent figure, so I thought he might be a place to start. So let me guess, you're going to want to go in there alone, so you can ask for some field work no, opportunities? No, actually, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the, 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 this, the contract that I don't have in my hand... Uh, <laughs> here <laughs> here uh, it is. <laughs> my... I was, perhaps I should wait till the Goliath comes out before I talk about the... Okay. You know, do, you, do you know his name at this point in our trekking together? Yes, I know his name. Okay, you could use it. Alright. Are we done? Yes, and I'm standing waiting for Griffin Everybody to kind of wait a little bit apart from each other, giving each other a little bit of space. I'm like... <laughs> and Griffin sort of slowly opens the door. How'd he go? Uneventful. In the good way. Okay. Did you get information you needed? Um. Not really. I'm sorry. It's alright. Okay, so we've got some good news and bad news. Uh, good news, contract, we have it. Bad news, they want us to do it right now. Right now, actually. Um, yes, Quite time sensitive. How long has it been, roughly? Like, oh, I mean, you oh, guys just walk yeah. around. Oh, okay, cool. Ten minutes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I bought a little time. Uh, it seems, honestly, like it should be no more than a few hours, maybe a fight. Um, <laughs> here's... You hate fighting now. No, I just... I mean, hopefully not. So, just to be clear, the whole situation, what we know is that we've had one guy apparently had some. uh, He seemed to feel some kind of compulsion, I I suppose, to turn off the valves. Basically, there are five valves that we've got to go inspect where this malice gas comes out. And he wants us to go and see, basically, that they're all working. Um, and see if we can't figure out what's turning them off. It, this one guy did admit to having an impulse to turn it off, so obviously why I'm controlled by about... magic or something. Exactly. Do it's... you know where he is? He's unfortunately yeah, a township it's... away already. Of course we can't interview him. So. It's All we have to do is turn on the five um, mechanisms and see if we can find anything. It's 250 gold, and also... This is the favor I'm asking in this town, is I need to gain access to some sort of prominent family if I'm to stay with you further. Do you think you're going to do that with Iron Clouds, supposedly? I mean, you could actually... Iron Clouds really and Moll Affairs are both involved with this. I think completing some sort of task for them would perhaps grant me an audience with someone who could perhaps give me something bigger. Yeah, as much They're as not I... going to let a random bounty hunter approach no. the Moll Affairs or the Iron Clouds. And as much as I hate to give him the satisfaction, I think he's right. Is this something we need all five of us for, do you think? Uh, Given, I, I, I think that's probably safest since we don't know what's down there. And it's not a very long mission. What about? Are you okay with telling? I would like to point out, and correct me if Orba might not know this, other things besides um, um, people can do that kind of thing. What do you mean? Can m- manipulate thought, persuade. Yeah. I mean, they said that, that they didn't know if it was a person or a right. creature or something. It could, uh, look, all I'm saying is that it seems like something or someone 
is controlling people down there, perhaps toying with this. I mean, look, it wouldn't surprise me, as we were saying all together, if this goes, some, if this is somehow related to, we're in relative private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the river yeah. noises are pretty loud. Yeah, um, this wasn't somehow related to the, everything that we've seen from the Moll Affairs and their in, in interest in expansion northwards. I honestly don't care about that right now. I just want an audience with a damn wealthy family. Of course, yeah, I care. For the record, I care what's going on. <laughs> but uh, you can, uh, yeah, get your audience with a wealthy family. If you'd like yes. my services for... Yes, we'd like your services, in... Erlen. Yes, we all are very grateful for your services. Thank you, Roma, yes. You'd like to reach the West by tonight? Yes. It's still early. Will we could... you take one of us with you? Okay. But we clearly can't go now because that would leave only three people to do this mission that everybody wants to do. So may I go and fetch some things and prepare for what might be a pretty challenging encounter? Uh, yes, I, 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 he gave 45 minutes probably now. <laughs> okay. Hopefully not challenging, but yeah. Can we meet at the, um, the memorial? If you'd like to come with, I was actually going to use the urn um, for the first time, in case we do encounter something, I would like us to. That's not oh, good. a bad idea. Use the urn. What? Okay. Okay. Do we use that? Uh, can, can you remind me what the. Yeah, yes, so. Do. This is my new thing that was very expensive. <laughs> um, the incense in this urn take one minute to light with a tinderbox. Any creature that stays within five feet of the urn and breathes the vapors for one minute inflicts maximum damage on their next successful attack roll. Mm-hmm. However. Ooh. Those benefits wear off after an hour or three unsuccessful attacks, whichever comes first. Okay. Should we perhaps use this urn um, at the memorial to, to be as efficient with time as possible? Are there people with this memorial? Like, is it the heavy traffic area? No, I don't we can go, people like, we, are seeing us with this weird we, urn. We can go down. These people came to the memorial. We can go down into the into the um, into the tunnels and. and Perhaps leave the urn outside of the tunnels and in a locked Ooh. box. I think that it's not going to take very long to get there. We could, right before we leave, use it. It's the, away. The, 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 the 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 amount of tunnel we need to investigate is, is quite short. It's all the more reason to oh, leave yeah. the urn behind. I think. All right. Okay. Well, let's hope that our shared living quarters are empty, or unless I don't know, maybe yes. the miners want a good hit. Praying with some incense. Okay. I still have um, a whistle with me. Do you think just Good. bring it just in I, case? I absolutely <laughs> think we should bring it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to one. check, guys. All right, I'm conferring with the room. Okay, let's go. Toward the you guys head back toward the, the sort of living space. By the time you get back there, it seems like the three other people have gone to work, gone somewhere. You have the room to yourself. Not to work. Mm-hmm. Not to work. Or no work. You don't know if those were all miners. Right. They're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, so Orba's gonna get that ready and light it up, and I guess also just make sure she has everything that was currently... Is there anything you want to do in that... So you have 45 minutes or whatever, not that you have to wait that whole time until you're going, was there anything you wanted to do during that time? So I'm saying, no, I was lying to anybody in supplies. Yes, no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you theoretically yeah, have 30 minutes to do whatever yeah. you'd like before no. you have to go. Is what I'm, I'm gonna talk to Graydon. Sure. Sorry. Um, now that you saw Mr. Ainsley, where do you think you're headed next? The coast. You're not going to go with Olga. 
suppose we could stay all together. I need to get to the coast, though. I as well would like to get there. I was hoping to just head there, but maybe Safira will go with her. Depending on what influential families the Orland thinks he's going to find, they're either going to be in the coastal town or the westernmost, I believe. So he can decide whether he wants to go with them or come with us. All right. Just wanted to make sure we were headed in the same way. Yeah. More time as people are getting their things together. Anything else before? Uh, is there space under the bed? A little bit. Um, how tall is my bamboo plant? Um, not very, uh, like a foot, a foot and a half. Can I just hide him under there? Yeah, you might have to kind of turn him on the side a little bit. Yeah, just turn him on the side. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna light this sucker up. Okay, all those sort of motions around. Light it up. We have, okay, do we have healing potions? Everybody has those out of their saddle bags. two healing potions and one greater healing potion. Okay, I'm taking one of the pestifers with me. I hope we won't have to use that. Healing potion number five. I forget what that tastes like. <laughs> oh yeah, I have new lover. Oh. oh. <laughs> nice. 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 Alright. Okay. Well, let's go. Let's get this over with. Do we ever find out if like, the, his fancy potions do anything other than taste different? They don't. They didn't even claim to say that. They, 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 yeah. they, they, just, they just cost ten gold more. They just don't taste nice. <laughs> yeah, normal healing potions taste a little metallic. They're kind of Nasty. Yeah. It's like medicine, whereas like his tastes good. His like, tastes like you said, you had a number five. Yeah, that's a yes. peach nectarine healing <laughs> potion. I have two and four. How seasonal? I think one's coffee and one's the chai. Like no, you had a strawberry milky one. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. A Nest quickie. Oh yes, oh. a quickie of the Nest. And then what was it? Two and one. Two and four. It two and four was that was the cake, cakey yeah. tasting mm-hmm. one. I just have the straight up uh, metallic ones. <laughs> oh. No, the greater is from him. Oh, it tastes like berries. There you go. That was my question. Actually, I actually wrote that down. Very important. I'm a little So you guys all kneel down yes. to the urn? Yeah, and you guys like sort of allow the aromas to kind of swirl through. And it feels energizing. It feels a little sort of almost like a you know strong cup of coffee. It has a little sort of energizing effect. I feel great. I feel so And Orb is going to look to Raven. And she's going to say... I did not come all the way to Navikapora to die in a tunnel. Please don't let me die in a tunnel in Navikapora. You will not. Okay. No, it's not you die in a tunnel. Well, he is the healer, so I figured I would let him now. Priority, like... Graven, please don't let any of us no die in a tunnel. No to die in the tunnel. Okay, let's go. Let's you go. all stand up and the room's a little... Open the windows. Yeah. You open the door. Yeah. There's a puff of smoke. Erlen puts some towels on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you get next successful hit, maximum yes. damage. Everybody mark that down. Next Damn, successful. Oh, you dumb idiot. Uh, next dumb successful idiot. hit does max damage. Nice. You get three try. If you miss three times, it goes away. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Rick, what? Even if it's a ranged attack, as long as it's an attack roll, and not a save. Ooh, Not I can do guiding bolt. That'll be good. Alright. Who bit says of time we're gonna get a fight though? Yeah, just gonna chat. I'm just gonna inspect some valves. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you guys exit out the door, you're heading to the memorial? Mm-hmm. Great. You guys all kind of walk. 
feeling a little pep in your step as you move down towards the <laughs> memorial. Again, it's pretty quiet here. You know, when you exit the door, you're used to kind of having that swirl of activity in kind of a place like where we took to. But here it's very quiet. A couple people kind of pass by. You get some looks just because people know people in this town. You're very clear to a lot of people that you're not, you know, citizens of Nagarwas. So you kind of make your way to the memorial. And still inside, there's a couple people kind of, they've moved on from uh, mopping the floors. You see some people kind of dusting some of the windows and things. They keep clearly keep this place in very good condition. They take very good care of it. Very sort of partial to Mr. Melvin Hoggs and the service that he provided. And once again, now sitting on a stool, he seems to have found himself a stool, and he's sitting kind of looking through a ledger on the other side. You see Mr. Bowley. Once we get close enough to him, I'll give him a wave. He sort of sits up, sort of looks expectantly. More, so, more bodies and some extra supplies. Excellent. <laughs> I have something for you. A map of the seat away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he recognizes it. Orb is over it. Right, another map. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. There we go. Give us a map. Give us a map. Looks good. Get my death saving photos ready. Shut up. As you can see, the spots where the valves are located are off of the main tunnels. And you said those areas are dark, so we should be prepared for... As soon as you're out of the main steederway, which I've lit with oil lamps, it's dark once you get into the tunnels, yes. And I'm not that this is actually what I'm most worried about, but wildlife in this area, have you seen anything creep down into the tunnels? I can't say I have myself. Okay. Would I know, like, just from, like, would I know what might be able to creep down into a tunnel as far as, like, creatures go? Um, I mean, generally, yes. I mean, certainly any, like, you know, common wildlife could theoretically make its way in there. You're also aware of the presence of things like conch eggs and things that burrow through that's the ground. What, that's what I mean. Is yeah, like, I mean, yeah. those are big, so you it wouldn't... Someone would have noticed if an conch egg was, like, burrowing <laughs> near those tunnels. Yes, yes, that would yes. have been obvious, so... Yeah, I mean... And what's in the um, storage area? Yeah, that's where we keep, um, we lay a gravel down on the, uh, the steed away to make it easy for the steeders to move through the tunnels. There's barrels of, of gravel in there. Is there anything else there other than gravel? A deck of cards, maybe, from mm -hmm. where some of the boys were playing. Um, does that seem true? Make an insect If there's explosives down there, I want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, seven. It's hard to tell, but Gets he does lights a He cigarette. didn't hesitate, he just, yeah. <laughs> The, oh um, my God, the mild poison that you use on the steeders. Do you have any extra of that that we could possibly employ? Um, there's some in the storage room, I think. And if you're going down there, do you have your men wear masks of some kind, or...? No. Unless you kick up a big gust, you're unlikely to inhale it. And uh, like I said, right now there is none. The, the valves are off. Alright, all right. so what you're asking us to do is turn on all the valves? Turn on all five valves. And then <clears throat> wait at least 30, 45 minutes, an hour. See if they turn off, see if anything shows up. 35 minutes, an hour, all right. We should, we should, uh, Let's go. I, 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 we should make quick work of this. <laughs> and he sort of is like, okay. Um, <laughs> sort of surprised. How much gold? 250 upon completion. <clears throat> and that's with some kind of evidence that you got rid of whatever was down there. Oh, all right. So we need to also find out if anything is doing something to this. If the valves don't turn off at all and they stay on and you've turned on all five valves, I'll give you half of the payment now and half of the payment tomorrow when it seems like 
nothing has happened. Right. If the valves turn off between that time, you won't get the full amount unless you go back down there. All right. All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Gives you a nod. You guys start to go so down. So we're entering from which side? You will be entering from that side, the grid point. Yeah. Yes. May we see that, that person? Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, well. Yeah, so it looks like he's marked, and I can throw this on the map too, and you guys are looking at it. It looks like he's marked a few spots where they tried to burrow out to put like a tank there, but the the soil was either loose or those are the failed dig spots. There's a little note there. So there's some tunnels that theoretically don't have stuff in them. We should move um, quietly. Oh. <laughs> Quick, quiet, yes. Probably both. Okay. If we have to wait for an hour, this thing only um, lasts an hour. Also, we're probably not going to split up at any point, but we should be ready with light of some kind. Well, those two especially, yes. Yeah. Can you let us know when we're nearing an hour mm-hmm. on the ash, the, the thing, sure. the smelly thing? Yep. Okay, thank you. Are you good with that? I'm just going to throw that yeah. out for now. <laughs> so this is the map that they have. have a little map of it. And you guys start to descend this narrow staircase. There's a bit of kind of crunching to go with hollow clonks as you're descending this steep, narrow staircase. Pebbles and dirt that the excavators have tracked into this stairwell that are now kind of kicked around underfoot. The angle of the steps is so sharp that the light coming in from the memorial building disappears in just a couple of moments, but it's replaced by a warmer glow coming from up ahead. After the last wooden stair, Right, a bug. <laughs> <Right here. laughs> the tunnel's got some bugs. Mm. After the last wooden stair, the terrain turns to a fine gravel that's so pulverized it's almost like a sand, a cumbersome texture for some creatures to walk upon for an extended period of time, but it's perfect for the steeders to kind of grip with their little spined feet as they kind of scatter down the tunnels. As Mr. Bowley mentioned, There are oil lanterns hanging every 20 feet or so, which as you look down the corridor, gives it a kind of hypnotizing infinite appearance, like looking down a long tunnel of lights, it looks like almost like two mirrors, one behind and one in front, where it just goes into infinity. About 50 feet from where you're standing, you can see a wooden frame built into the wall on both sides, perhaps the first deviation from the main steeder way that leads to one of these caverns where the malice tanks are located. I'm gonna hand you that back. I'm going to get you. Oh, oh no, Daddy. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Not going to fight anything, huh? No. No, of course not. Why would we ever fight this anything? This is the first part. Oh, oh cool. We're going to negotiate. Do you want to shout out the folks? Uh, yes, I mean, it's a popular service. Oh, Dungeon okay. Draft is the name of the service that we're using some of their... Uh, let me zoom out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're using their service, too. Yes, I believe they have a Patreon, Forgotten Adventures, if you want to check it out. It's a really cool map building system. Uh, yeah, Forgotten oh. Adventures is actually the uh, assets that we use for it, not the oh. actual program. I so they, they designed, but they designed, oh, like, all, Forgotten Adventures designed all of the, like, little objects on there. Got it. There we go, that's pretty good. That's most of it. Great, so you guys are coming down the tunnel from here. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. Look at how cute we are, guys. It'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. <clears throat> All right, guys, descend the stairs. It's lit here in the in the <laughs> main steerway tunnels, mm-hmm. and you do have a map, so you're aware of like the general location of these things. 
sorry, this is the storage again, right? Yep. Okay. okay. I say that we check the storage very quickly first, see if there is any backup malice, is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Backup malice or any other thing we can use. If there is a gust, remember, we all should cover our faces. Yes. Do, you, do we see, like, uh, there's no malice, is that, is that correct? Do we see any, like, wisps or something malice around? Malice is, is, you can't Clear. see it. It's good. Oh, it's a, good. It's a, yeah. uh, really? But he did say that the tanks are currently off. I guess you don't know that for certain. Damn but... it. <laughs> My whole plan. Uh-huh. My worry with this stuff, and, and Safira, as she's saying this, is going to kind of like muffle herself and kind of like, what I'm thinking is if we don't know if any of these gets turned down. If I was down here, let's say, right? And I was like, oh, look, a party of adventurers that are trying to screw up my scheme. Let's just, I don't know, blind them and then I can take them out that way. So what I'd like to avoid is that. So maybe we all wrap our faces, yeah? I mean, it might not help completely, but it's worth a, you know. Will we smell it? No, it's, I mean, it's invisible it's gas. That's the problem, is you're not uh, going to know if it's happening. Okay, I will, I will wrap my face. I'd like to not talk as much as possible here, only because something could be down here. We don't know where, and we should work quickly and quietly to get these up and running again. And okay, then as go. soon as they're up and running, we should establish some sort of defensive formation in case we're attacked. We won't. This is the problem, though. We, we, even if we all split up to turn them all on at the same time, if we meet again in another place, there will be no way to know if one of them gets turned off. We all need to have eyes on each one of these. I think we need to split up and all keep eyes on one each and then have some kind of a symbol, whether it's a whistle or a, the sound of a large stone. I've got an idea. What, okay, what if we go all the way to the back, yes. to the last one, we turn it on, one of us stays, four go, and we backtrack, leaving one person at a time. Should we hide, or should we stay in the well-lit area so that we can clearly see each other? It's not very long, it's not very long, right? Awesome. This is... This is, yeah, uh, this is like almost Half like 100 way. feet or something across. Yeah. But, but oh, so we could see everybody standing I in the know. If we're in the well-lit area. We won't be able to know. The person guarding this one, if you're all the way out here, you won't you be able to know be able to whether that that's turned right. off or not. You need to be hiding somewhere in here. Do I have that? That's very dangerous if somebody gets attacked. But how else will we know if they stay we, on or not? Because we will we'll be running that. around this entire... If there's something burrowing or let's, if there's something invisible... Let's turn off... Let's turn on the first one and see if it makes any sort of distinctive noise. Right, because then we'll know. Okay, well, let's go all the way to the back then and yes. do that. Yes. Well, wait first. The storage first. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Fine. I'm just saying, if if if, if, if all, when we turn the machine on, they make some sort of distinctive noise, then we can stand in the hallway and we'll know if our particular machine has been okay. turned off. Okay. Sorry. How long do we have to wait? An hour. An hour. Okay. After we've turned them all on. I've tied a black lion veil around my. Yeah. Or I guess our veils sheer. That might not yeah. work. Yeah. I mean, all cloth is. Porous in some way. Like it's gonna want some the gas yeah. in. It's not perfect. All right, we'll see if I have something better, but I will have something. I was hoping if for like a buff. If the tunnel's filled with it, like or like it really goes what I was hoping for. I know that I'm wearing Saphir's cape. Is it possible to sort of take my tunic and sort of have it here, or yes. is that sure? Is that be difficult to move? Yeah, I'm gonna try. <laughs> it. it might be difficult to do certain things. You can certainly walk around and do that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll pull my shirt up for now, but I don't have anything else. Gave all my clothes I mean, away. if you were to do anything like physically active, it right. would fall down. But yeah, you can Whatever. hold it up. Yeah. Let's check the storage room quickly now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of moving down. It kind of crunches beneath your feet as you're moving through. Are you going uh, taking it right here through this first one, or are you going all the way down? Let's take a right 
during the first one. I'll I'll lead the way and I'll and I'll try and move quietly. Oh yeah, I guess my plan's going to ship. Give me stealth checks. No, we're going to the storage place. Storage first. Oh, give me stealth checks, please. Everyone. Yep. God damn it. Oh my god. You know what? Don't even hear it from me. 5. 24, guys. Come on. I'm sorry, Sephira has a So you're walking, and the the sort of gravelly sand is pretty quiet beneath your feet as you're walking, makes sort of a light little sort of tapping, crunching noise. But as soon as you take a right into this little sort of. There's clearly these two tunnels that go in opposite directions, theoretically, for the Steederway. There's these little sort of maintenance tunnels that allow you to get quickly from one to the other. That's what these little sort of in-between things are. And as you kind of step down into that, you're expecting a little more of that sandy texture, but it's actually a very hard stone, so you get a little with your boot that kind of echoes throughout the tunnel a little bit. Be aware of that. Sorry. Can we hear, do we hear anything else move when <laughs> we do that? Fuck me. God damn. Uh, six. We know six. nothing. You hear the kind of... Nothing seems to come over here. Here's a thought. If, if we need some kind of evidence that we've gotten rid of whatever the thing is doing in here, why don't we just draw it out? Because if we are not, we might draw out an anchor, we might draw out something else that's not doing it. We need confirmation that something is, is doing this, and then we need to attack. Also, whatever's doing this is not just a burrowing creature, it's something that has opposable thumbs. I'm not, I mean, it's not, 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 not if he's trying to trick human beings into doing it. I suppose it's something that involves some higher cognition. I doubt it's an unkeg. Let's continue down. Feet on the sand. Yeah. Bizarre behind. You guys make it all the way down. You finally get, and just as the map kind of indicates, you're following the sort of general instructions of the map. There's a sort of cavern off to the right. It's very dark. There's no light in there, but you can see a cavern going off. Before I head in, can I give a listen to hear if I... Sure, give me another perception. See if I hear anything. Come on, hear something. There uh, we go. 19. 19. Early kind of motions to everyone to stop for a moment. Just listen. Dead silence. Okay, I'm gonna sort of move into the story. Right, here. So you have dark vision. Graven does not. Morba does. Sephira does. Bizarra does not. Are you all coming in here? Um, yeah, I'm just gonna follow behind him and say, like, let me know as soon as I can. As, as soon as I can see the whole room. Okay. Um, I want to say to Graven, like, if you can try and shelter it, but there's nothing in here. Shelter it. Like, uh, just so it doesn't glow outwards. Round the corner first. Uh, okay. How big is this room? T- Ten by twenty feet. I mean, okay. It's not I'll s- I'll stay outside and <laughs> like guard it. Stays in the tunnel. Great. So you start to walk in. You get like to the kind of edge <laughs> where it opens up a little bit. Peek around the corner. Like you said, there's a number of kind of storage barrels like stacked up against the wall, so you can't see what's in them at the moment. And then a table and chairs. There's a deck of cards. There's a book on, on you know, that looks like someone was. That's it. It just looks like a. Which book? It looks like it's kind of a a, 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 a ledger for taking inventory. Like it seems okay. to say six barrels of balance. Um, Can I make light? Is there nothing seemingly in the room? Yeah, it's tiny, as far as you can Great. go. No right around the corner, I'll guide him so he's around the corner and I'll, he can make a light. I'll put my hand around my mace a little bit and turn turn it on. Right. <laughs> turn it on. Yeah. Is there any... Can I go... look like vials of hostile? There's no... Can I go to the ledger? Malice. Malice. Can I go to the ledger and sort of take a look through it, see if it uh, maybe lets me know what's presently here? Sure, give me an investigation check. 
Damn it. Um, boom or bust today? Five. Five? Yeah, it seems very generic, and it doesn't tell you specifically what was supposed to come in or out. Right now, it seems to indicate that, uh, as he had mentioned before, they repaired one of them. One of them was broken, and they like filled it back up with malice. It says that we brought in two barrels of malice to fill one of the tanks with. Other than that, it's pretty bare bones. Not a ton of information. Is that what these barrels are? They're malice. Do you want to check one? Great. You kind of go over to one of the barrels. You just, are you going to pull the lid off? It's a barrel with a lid. Careful, Graven. No, no, no. Don't. But it's not labeled? Look, it's a gas, okay? And I'm assuming that if you open it like that in a small room like this, there's a possibility we could all blind ourselves. I want to find out what's in there as well. Is there a way that we could take a sample of something? Or? Uh, I doubt it. How big is this? Pretty big. Like, comes up to your waist. I mean, so there's like, a few. To carry this would be like... Uh, you you like, could carry yeah. it, but it would be heavy, yeah. yeah. So I don't think this not, there's no like labels on any side of it, or no. As I'm outside, do I hear or see anything? Give me a perception check. Oh boy. Oh gosh. You hear a bunch of ding Fourteen. Fourteen. Bazaar's kind of standing watch, like she can hear people kind of oh, turn the light off. <laughs> <laughs> in the sort of room behind oh, nice. Kind of looking back and forth. And you look down kind of in this direction. And you're not sure, but you could swear you see like a little no. like sand just mm. kicking up. Just a little, yeah, exactly. But that's it. <laughs> How's it going, man? <laughs> okay. Oh, and before we leave, I know we were not okay. doing <laughs> Good. That's what I thought they would say. <laughs> I'll sort of whisper back, one second. Okay, I I may have seen something. Orba's gonna go out and meet her. Okay, oh. read it quickly. Just, do you smell anything weird? You know, the, the sense, the thing that you've got, do you, is it anything, just, are you getting anything? Can you just do a good little sniff or of some, lick something or something? I don't know, you do what you do. Lick it? Do I smell anything? Not in a um, way that you assume that she's I, talking about. Yeah, I it smells all musty in I don't, I don't entirely know. Okay, I'm gonna use your nose as we go round no, here. You're gonna let no, me there's know. No, 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 there's no, there's nothing, in the, it's an odorless Operate. gas. It's an odorless gas. You don't need to tell me what I already know. You know what I'm asking about. There's nothing, the no, stuff. no. Okay. I'm gonna there's start heading out. I'm gonna turn around and, and walk out. You keeping your light lit? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, no, no. So as you get sort of closer to the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, can I have Bizarre point? Do you mind pointing where you thought you saw something? Right down there, there was just sand that was kicked up like something scurried by. If you could guess which direction it was scurrying off to, uh, there'd be a way to... Ooh. Wow. Nice long Damn. So you were looking down, and you mm. you swear you saw some dust kind of kicking up right near these next entrances. Oh, shit. Okay. Is that on the map again? Right down there. Over okay. to the left. <laughs> Alright. Um, I couldn't see what it was, but there was definitely some movement. Okay. This isn't here. I'm sorry, so, so they don't fall. This is one of the failed ones, but this is not. Are they I think, both no, that's failed? a collapse. That's a collapse. That's a collapsy boy. Uh, they are both failed ones on that. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Failed dig spot. Yes, that's a failed dig spot. But not this one. This is just a. I think Maybe it's also a failed dig spot. Yes. Okay. That so they're both also failed. failed. Spot, I say spot. we just, I say we just make our way to this farthest yeah, one here. Turn it on and see what we learn about what, okay. when, when we turn it on. Okay. I'll proceed quietly down. 
Yes, obviously. Um, I'm obviously gonna have my crystal out. Two of us are so bitter. Yeah. 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 Can I ready an action that if anything that isn't one of my four companions comes within five feet of me, I Anything. Attack? You may, yes. Including... What are you guys going to... If you go to do something else that stops... No, the yeah, I just mean action, while, while I'm walking in sure. this... While I'm walking ahead. Yes, so where where are people headed? Where is each person headed here? I think we're all sticking we're together. We're all sticking together. together. Can I also ready Ice Knife for if I see anything that isn't, like, of intelligent... Like an intelligent being, mm. like any kind of monster or anything. Is um, that too vague? That is a little vague. Okay. Um, like any movement at all, you can do that. No, if I see a, a, a creature that isn't an intelligent, that isn't creature. one of your party members. Yeah, I guess, or or another. So kind you of won't be able, you won't be able to snap. Like if you're readying something to snap judge, I you're can. not gonna be able okay. to like. Mm, is that an intelligent thing? Okay, you know what I mean. Got it. You can do Thanks. it for, for anything that isn't your. I was part of you. What's your IQ? Oh no! What's your IQ? Okay, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna prepare Ray of Frost. Yeah, for anybody that isn't my companion. Okay. Duck if you understand me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't talk. Do you think that means he didn't understand? Mm. <laughs> okay, so you guys are continuing. <laughs> so we're trying. Graven suggests going to the far one here, so I think we'll have to cross right. over there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You're all going in that direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we see, fo- uh, if that's where BZ pointed to, do we see like footsteps on the ground? Give me a perception check. Ooh. Be perceptive. Be perceptive. 17. 17. Finally. You cannot tell it. If you didn't trust Bizarre, you would think she was lying. The ground is undisturbed. Does he trust me enough? Well, I'm saying like, if it wasn't someone that you knew, <laughs> yeah. like the, the ground is almost entirely undisturbed. Are we disturbing the ground? Um, a little barely. Like the ground, it's soft enough that like it doesn't leave like a footprint. It okay. just like smushes a little so bit. So conceivably, something really small wouldn't really. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yes, which, something very small or very light would not necessarily disturb. Them. Which direction did you see it traveling? The way we're going. Like Tell us that way. Um, I'm gonna proceed as quietly as possible into this. Um, oh, um, can I give Graven like a? Smother the light, point of light. I haven't had to yeah, light. Yeah, you did. You start to go. It happened. light. And once again, like as you step off of the steeder way into the tunnel, it's a little harder. The grounds. The grounds clearly been kind of mined through. Like it took effort to get through the rock here as they sort of paved this way. And you start to go in. Give me a perception check as you're headed in. The first couple of you, Sophia and Graven, also give me perception checks. Me even in the dark. With disadvantage. Damn it. <laughs> How do I open my mouth? Although it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Twelve. Six. Nine. Don't talk to okay. me. Okay. So as you guys kind of enter, you're looking around, and you can see off to the left as you're sort of moving toward where you know the tank to be. You do see that the wall is not as kind of structured as around where you are. These failed dig sites that they tell, it looks like they tried to dig into that terrain, and then it was kind of crumbling, so they said, we don't want to dig there. Like this area yep, right here. Yep, like right there, yep. So it was, it was, it looked like the, it was un- insecure to keep digging there, so they stopped and started digging in a different direction. Right, so you guys move in. And we get all the way to the tank. <clears throat> can I stay at the entrance there? Sure, you can, yep. Bizarre, are you following them in, or are you staying with them? I'll stay with them. Do we think, or right before we split up, do we think that it's worth investigating just taking a look down one of these ways, even if we end up using it as a trap? 
leading something down that way and then coming back? It says it's, um, it, it says it could cave in. So that's, well, that's not doing I guess that's what I mean is, I don't want to risk it. a last dish effort if we need to lead something down there. don't want to risk it caving in on us. It's a mm. bad way to go. Um, does the thing seem damaged or? Oh, is so you going up to the tank now? Great. So you guys walk all the way up to the tank there. So you get up to the tank, it's very large. It's taller than you. And there's a big sort of, just as he described, a kind of wheel valve mechanic. And then off to the right, you can see there's a pipe going from the tank and then into the wall that looks like it goes back out towards the sea. You can clearly see that on the map. Uh, that's marked on the map too. Yeah, I think the lights on the yeah. Yeah, little pipes on the thing. So you walk up to it and give it a little inspection. Give me a perception. Uh, give me an investigation check as you inspect it. Oh my god. Um, eight. Eight. As far as you can tell, it does not seem damaged. No. Does it seem like when we were walking in, like there would be any place to reasonably hide in this area? Um, I guess in the failed dig site area. I mean, you wouldn't be able to be far. You could see the end of it, but... I mean, yeah, where I could hide and also see the... Um, yeah, maybe at the end of that little hallway, yeah. Like, if you were here... I see. You could kind of see the tank and see out into the steerway. Okay, cool. Okay. Should I... Can I make a little light in here? While we turn this on. Um, yes, yes. So I'm going to go to turn it on. All right. Give me athletics, Jim. Yeah. Athletics. Maybe the client needs some athletics. Uh, 19. 19. <laughs> you wanted me to whip out of that so bad. So Erlen gets a nice, nice solid base. He grabs it from one side. And it makes kind of a... And then after you kind of get it going a little bit, it seems like it pulls, like it, the momentum carries a little bit, and then it boom, kind of hits another. It doesn't seem from, like lack of use, does it? it just no, it's just heavy. heavy. Yeah, it's okay. just it seems heavy to to use. Don't hear anything. Does the machine make any sort of makes no sense? noise? No. Well, <sighs> shit. These all these machines are attached to like a pipe, right? Yeah, each one has a pipe that goes out into the speed cedarway. Okay. They're not all connected, but each one has its own pipe. And when I'm like, I know I'm out here. I'm just asking. Yep. When you turn them on, there's theoretically like no evidence that it's actually working. You can't see it. It's odorless and, and colorless. Right. If you were to bend down and sniff the ground, you might be able to tell that it was working. Well, it's because you would go blind, right? Well, you would, well, go, you blind. would go blind. <laughs> Can you see the pipe, or does the pipe just goes right into the ground? Uh, you cannot from where right, you are. Right, right. They they can see the pipe going into the wall. Yes. So once I've done it, I'm gonna start. Do you have to keep eyes on these mechanisms? I agree. I agree. So. Okay, so we've. Who wants to stay back on this one? Okay, I I can stay behind. Okay, right. st- stay. Uh, I'll sort of gesture to where you where you pointed to, Matt. So that you can see both the hallway uh, and and also the mechanism. Okay. Kind of in a nook over here. You can, you can see the uh, the tank and the. And while we're standing there, did we see anything? Uh, you did not. <laughs> nice work. Thank you. Uh, really. <laughs> we'll, uh, Safira, we'll set up somebody right across from you over here. But they won't be able to see that okay. from there. Um, I'm... Oh, well, a patrol. Just, you know, 20 paces back and forth. That's not a bad idea. Good idea. 
and I suppose we all know the signal, right? Well, the creature might not come out. If Were you not well, able to tell if it was on or not? It's already on. You're sure? Wait, yes. I just turned it on. These you just, just turned it on. Oh, I'm saying, like, <laughs> you're able to tell it's working. It seems I've turned it off to on. Unless it's some sort of special device. It didn't say anything about it being empty, like it should. Can I? He said that, in fact, he okay. said that they should. Can I be look around in the tunnels? Are there? Is there anything like any kind of? Uh, I promise, I'm not trying to talk to animals, but any kind of like rats or like anything like little small uh, animals. No, in fact, it seems like because of this sort of artificial tunnel that they've dug out, they've done a good wall- job, like reinforcing walls and things in a way to keep out specifically burrowing creatures and things. You don't right. see any evidence of that. Hmm. It's a bummer if I could find something that I could dangle it over the ground a few inches and see if it, well, if, see if it goes blind. But I'm not doing it with my own. How would you know if it blinds you? Is there any way to feel the pipe and see if anything's radiating through it? Or would you like to go put your hand over the hole? I think that we should. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Can I kind of touch one of the pipes? Uh, like back here where it's going into the wall. Yeah, just and see if I feel a vibration. It's definitely not vibrating or anything. There's a tiny bit of warmth to it. Oh. Okay, well. Thank you. These pipes are warm, so I'm assuming that's a way that maybe we can check. If the machine's on, the pipe might warm up so we can touch them. And if they're warm to the touch, then the machines are on. We should work quickly. The more we talk, the less we. Thank you. Yes. So, someone stay here with their hand on this pipe, keeping their face away from the ground, and then we'll go and we'll start to turn on the other ones and keep our hands by the pipes. Okay. So now someone's no longer staying here. I guess, again, another, you know, uh, 20 paces back and forth, put your hand on the pipe, come back. This is a solid wall, you can't see. Yes, that is 100% solid wall. Okay. Yeah, this person's going to be able to see this person. Yes, that's right. All right, um... So, Safira, go to this one. We're gonna go down here, and I'm gonna just check on this pipe real quick as before we go back into here. To see sure. It's cold. So the first thing, Safira goes over to the pipe. First of all, the pipe comes out on purpose, very low to the ground, so it doesn't like you know dr- drizzle down in. It's like they want to keep it low on the very yeah. sort of mm-hmm. base surface of the tunnel. So you kind of have to reach down to do it, and you can put your hand down. And you can feel a little bit of warmth coming off the end of it. It's pretty subtle, but you can feel it. There. Like a hot breath. Yeah, but not even like a sustained one, just like a little pulse of warm air each time. Mm-hmm. And you want to go check this. Do one we know? Here. If we don't. There's not like a. It's not like contact, right? Like if we have our hand in front of the gas and then it is like an touch our eyes or something. No, it is an inhale only. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna follow as Graven goes over to that. I'm gonna sort of walk into the tunnel area quietly. Into this one. Yeah. Okay. Orban's and Bazara. I guess I'll go with Erlandia. Yeah. I'm gonna stay here and. Hold my hand okay. as you go to turn that one on. Okay. Just to make sure. So Graven kind of puts his arm down. You don't feel any warmth coming up from him. Knowing I'm coming up to a fork here, I want to kind of listen before I get into the sort of tea. Give me a perception check. 14. 14. You hear nothing. Because that could still be something. Yes. But something is always something. Um. Or nothing. <laughs> Uh, whoa. <laughs> uh, so now I'm going to slowly move around. Um, so, Bazaar, are you following them through? Because it's dark in here. You see I'll the... stay behind. Okay, you can see Graven just yeah. outside there. Are you going with Erlen? Yeah. Okay, two of you can go around. 
Once again, big tank, doesn't look visibly any different than the one you saw last time. Large wheel. All right, I'm gonna give it a... All right, roll grabs, give me another athletics check. Uh, uh, an 18. 18. And it kind of clicks into place on the other side. You can't hear that. So I know, I'm like, ready. <laughs> so I'm gonna, as I do that, I'm gonna m- just move out and sort of you keep my head around. Look to Graven. So you, yeah, you kind of, because there's a little bit of light leaking in, you can see Erlen coming back around the corner. So he sees Bazara. Bazara turns to Graven. <laughs> do you see anything? And do you feel anything yet? It's cold still. Not yet. Okay, I'm gonna wait there then. Oh, actually, did what I hear Graven say that? Pretty. If you want to relay the message oh. or say it. Nothing yet. Okay, so I'm gonna wait there and I'm gonna ready an action for uh, anything that's wait like, where wait um I was gonna stop <laughs> there and I want to ready the action there okay I'm gonna look down the other way do I see anything Give me a perception check oh, God. I'm playing fools down here uh 16 16 you don't see anything down there. and since that's where I saw it before right where I'm standing mm-hmm. can I just look around my feet yeah you take a I mean, you have a moment here while people yeah. are doing other things to take a good peek. If something disturbed the ground, it no. covered its tracks very well. Okay. I definitely don't see. Tiefling, get ready. Yep. Uh, anything? Oh, no warm yet. Okay, I'm gonna quietly, quietly, quietly move back towards with my action. Give me a stealth check. Oh my god. 15? 15. Now knowing the sort of how hard the terrain is, you quietly creep around. You don't see anything? Oh my god. Does the mech, does the machine look... It looks to be in the same position that you left it. It doesn't seem to have turned back off since you left it. Does it seem like different from the other one I turned on? No. Doesn't. I look back at Graven. (laughs) Nothing. And I don't see any... Uh, I don't see any like dusts of sand. I don't see any markings on the ground. Are you getting up closer to it? Uh, as I move closer, I want to look at like the ground. Okay, give me a perception check. <sighs> God, guys. Eleven. Eleven. So you sort of peer around the tank. You're looking for any signs of damage or anything. At one point, you go to look at the ground and you place your hand on the tank, and it's warm. So it feels like there's something in the tank, but it feels like that's not. You know, based on what Graven has told you, it's not getting through to the pipe. You take a look around, and behind the tank, like wedged in the back against the wall, is a wrench. Like wedged in the pipe? Like, no, not wedged in the pipe, wedged between the tank and the rock wall. Like someone had thrown it behind the tank. Does it seem like that would dis- like choke a pipe off or something like that? Or Not necessarily. It's not in the pipe. The pipe is going into the wall. Yeah. But there are bolts on the pipe that look like a wrench. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to man, turn it off first. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to. Can I still see Orba? How how tight is you that? Back up five feet. I'm gonna look to Orba and say, uh, "Someone's unscrewed something. Uh, can you get sight of me so you can cover me? I need to try and fix this, but I don't want to turn my back on." Okay. Do I hear them whispering? You can definitely hear them whispering, or you just need Lanifer to hear you. You're saying to the hallway, no. They're trying to be pretty quiet. Orba. Orba's gonna give you like What's a- going on? Okay. So, Erlen's going up to the thing, you're 
like standing here, Orba, so you can see Erlen. Yeah. Like, still warm. Yours is still warm. Nothing's wrong with mine. Is someone losing you? What's the problem over here? Uh, and I'm actually. Yes, and I'm gonna have. Yes. Question about the urn. Say the first thing I do is something that is a saving throw. Does that then negate the like bonus Something to the attack? A saving throw. Like if you cast a spell that's a saving throw, it does not apply to that at all. Right, but I don't lose the bonus if I do an attack spell next time. No, okay. it's, it's the next attack roll okay, that great. it only applies to. It does not apply at all to saving throws. It just and, and the saving throw, Yeah, you get three chances. Yeah, three that. attack rolls. Regardless, it doesn't matter in okay. what order you do them. Uh, Orba's gonna have Maximilian's Earthen Grasp ready to go. For if she sees anything other than her companions. Okay, you got it. Okay, I'm gonna um, just of my of my sort of tunic. Actually, I just want to rip off a little bit of the bottom and try and tie it around my okay. yeah. face here. Sure. And I want to get in there and see if I can't use the. You said it looks like there are bolts that have been unscrewed. Not that it looked unscrewed. There are bolts on the pipe that if you took the wrench, you could. Oh, okay. I see. So I'm gonna take, try and take the wrench. Okay. Is it like if I put my hand in? Is that is it conceivable that there's room behind for something to get me? Maybe it's pretty tight to the wall. Okay. So then I'm gonna put my hand in. Stick and man. Give me an acrobatics check. Stick man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nine. 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 Got my hand stuck in a vending yeah, machine. You got your hand around the wrench and you give it a pull, but it seems like it's jammed pretty good back there. Are you gonna give it a good yank? Mm. Um, it's right up against the mechanism as well, right? Like the valve? Yeah. No, it's no, right it's, up, no, it's right up against the the machine, though. Yeah. In addition, it's wedged in between the wall of the machine. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. No, I want. I don't want to give it a hard pull. I want to try and like almost like lock pick it out if I can. <laughs> okay, you kind of. <laughs> and because we'll lump this in with the other roll, you kind of get it loose a little bit, and as you pull it, it comes up and it just kind of dong hits the pipe a little bit. Okay. And it doesn't break anything, but it makes a loud dong that even like the turn can hear out there. Do I hear anything? Okay, um, can I try and tighten the screws? Sure. They seem pretty tight already. Is this French have any distinguishing features on it? Nope. Someone put their name on it. And there's no, like, evidence of digging into this to, like, mess with the pipe, isn't there? Digging into the wall? Like, digging into the wall? No. Um, are there any other thing, like, bolts that this wrench would fit on this machine? Um, not that you can immediately see. Orba sees that he's struggling. Um, what happens if you loosen those bolts? What if somebody installed a blockage of some kind? I was gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll start to loosen one of the bolts. Hold your breath. And you get one loose. Yeah, and it, you can feel you have kind of a pipe in your hand and you can feel it as you sort of loosen the second one, it sort of loosens a little bit. So it looks like you're holding it, but you could, like, detach it, from, or at least, like, separate it from... Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that then. I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, you're so good at this. Fourteen? <laughs> well, I don't remember what the DC is for this. no. It's 15. So, as you're holding it, you kind of pull it, and there's a little bit of warmth in your hand on the pipe, and as you pull it, you, there's just kind of a just kind of a little bit of warmth washes over your face, and you turn your head a little bit. Even with the fucking towel. Nothing happens as far as. 
Okay, I'm gonna try and keep my head a little further away. <laughs> um, is there a blockage in the pipe that I can get? Peek um, into the pipe? I have to, like, can I... It's, like, here, it's, like, you can't, like, just take the pipe and oh, loose. Oh, yeah, I still in the still wall, wall, partially, yeah, so you um, have to, like... And it's an inhalant? Yes. It's an inhalant. <laughs> hold, uh, hold my breath. Okay. And I'm gonna look into the pipe. And you look into the pipe, and with your dark vision, you're able to see that there is something crumpled up and stuffed into the pipe. It looks like maybe like a piece of leather or cloth or something. That's been is it jammed. a wide enough pipe that I can just use my hand to pull it out? It's tight, but maybe. Uh, uh, I don't think I have any. <laughs> Yeah, where are your little hands when we need? I don't think I have anything. What do you need? Would... Does Orba have tinier hands than me? A little bit. The only person who has significantly smaller hands is Zara. I also have, you know, a magical hand. <laughs> um, That's also true. Oh, yeah. 15 pounds of pressure, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tiefling. Ah. Uh, can, can you summon your magical hand to pull something out of this tube? He's not even halfway done with the sentence. She's got it out and ready to go. Just so you know, you have now stopped readying your other. If you do any action, it stops the readying. That is fine. Okay. To come in and do Make it. the mage hand appear. We got our job. So there's a piece of leather or something in here. It just needs to be pulled out. I'm going to have my face away from it at this point. Okay. Sure. She sees him being careful, so she's actually going to hold her breath okay. and get closer. Yeah. I think she has to maintain some kind of vision, mm-hmm. so she's going to yeah, try to see it. Like, hold your breath. Yeah, pink. You can see it in there, piece of leather. As if she's focused really intently on the pipe, I'm gonna sort of look outwards. I know I probably can't ready an action holding this water. No, you can't, but you can look out. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not very far. You can, see, yeah. you know, fifteen feet. Just so nothing direction. can come up right sure. behind us. Okay, and I'm gonna see if I can. And you see the kind of arcane hand kind of get itself thin a little bit and leak into the pipe. And you, and there's like a little boop as it pulls it out in the end. Still holding my breath. Um. She's gonna have the hand, like, kind of hold it up. Can we tell what it is? It looks like it's a piece of, like, a leather piece of armor, but not, like, a whole piece of armor, obviously, like, a strip of it or something. Like, like it has, like, it has, like, a metal stud on it. Sort of common, like, no identifiable. Yeah, as if someone, like, cut off a piece of their leather tunic or something and jammed it in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, can, can Orba, like, she doesn't want to put it with her stuff, because I'm sure there's gas on it, but can she, like, just put it in, like, stick it into her, like, pant? Like top, so that it's kind of hanging out. Sure. Okay. Um, all right. I'm gonna stuff it in my mouth. Yeah. Anyone got a ziplock? I'm gonna hold my breath again and screw it back on. This takes more than thirty seconds. I have to do a Constitution saving throw. My breath. Mm. Does not. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna. I'm just sticking. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sort of indicate to Orba to sort of go back to where she was. Okay. Peeks around. And I'm gonna, gonna signal to Zara. Zara signals to Graven. And I'm gonna give it a turn. <laughs> and a little bit of warmth at the end of the pipe there. <laughs> 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 Alright, I'm gonna quietly move back out. Jeez, guys. Well, I've got the evidence, and she'll take out the cloth. It was in the pipes, so. Oh, wow. Actually, do you still have that wrench? We might need it. <laughs> go get that wrench. I'm gonna go back at the wrench. Who's back going to watch this one? I'll stay here. Okay. Um, let's cross over. Um, let's cross over. Uh, give Safira a wave and head to the um, pipe over there. Okay. Wave. Been waiting You've been hearing like a little bit of like noises from far in the tunnel. And finally, you see Erlen, Orba, and Bazaar emerge to the other side. Give her a wave. Still warm coming out. A superior just like, I'm still fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 
Uh, proceed. Yeah, over there. Suck an ass from the ceremony. Oh, boy. Hi, guys. Oh. Go on. Come on, baby. Let's go. Let's have that be the only thing. Sure. Yeah, come on. Sure, sure, sure. Alright, I'm gonna lead the way into this one. Okay. Quietly this as usual. One's, yeah, this one's pretty small. When you get up to the tank, like if Bizarre okay. and over at the you can see them from there. Uh, yeah. this time I wanna look around the tank first. Give me a perception check. Natural oh my God. One. Here we go. You love to see it. Nothing out of the ordinary. Great. Everything's fine. <laughs> Um, giving it a half-assed sort of look. I'm gonna Cocky. arrogantly. <laughs> Two down. What's the difference? Well, yeah, so fine. you still wait at this point. Good. Oh, where's the exit to that pipe? On the other map. On the other map. It's there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna whisper to. Um, I'm gonna whisper to uh, Bizarra. Check the um. Check to see if there's heat from the pipe. I'm gonna go over. Warmth coming out of the way. Bizarre's also on the other map. Well, I'm, great in well <laughs> I'm doing a little, a little back and forthy here. What are you doing, a little back? So you're. So on... I'm on that one, but I'm like, I got my hand on it, but I'm gonna like walk down. You know. Uh, walking down the tunnel. Walking down the oh. tunnel. Yeah. And How far? Like all the way over here? To, to yeah, to where I can see them, and straight. If Orb is still there, straight mm-hmm. there. I'm gonna give like a, like, you stay at this middle one. Okay. Okay. And then like back down and maybe see if I can yeah. cross paths with Sapphire. You're heading back point. to your pipe. Yeah. Great. So I'm gonna you going down to touch yeah, it? Yeah, and to touch it. Cold. You bitch. Sorry. It's the same amount of information. Um. <laughs> and then I'm gonna like, go like back, and I'm gonna like first stick my head through to where Safira is. Sure. Yeah, mine's gone cold. And then I'm gonna go down, and then to where they are, Wait. back to Orba. Mine's gone cold. He's <laughs> gone cold. <laughs> is mine still warm? Yours is still warm. Then they can see you're still from where they are. Goliath, get back to the post. I'm. Something's happened. We all have to go. If we leave, if we leave anything unattended, it's going to get turned off. Anybody who has one currently running, stay, stay there. We're going back to your post. You're gonna go back with. Them. All right, give me a perception okay. check as you're walking. Do you? Would you like to go, or would you like me to go? Uh, and Orba. I'll as stay well. with this one. Okay, I will go. Orba as well, and Erlen. Perception check. Okay. Twenty-one. Okay. Am I checking in? Perceptive. No. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. So as you guys are walking back down the hallway, sort of frustrated, making your way back down towards that that tunnel that you were in initially. The sound that kind of moves through the hallway, just ever so slight, like in gas. Us? Hard to tell where it's coming from exactly. It definitely sounds. It's the first time you've heard the sound of something else in here that you weren't pretty sure what it was. Sound like voices. A gasp, kind of. A gasp. Does it sound like anything I've heard before? No. Uh, I'm readying my. Oh, sorry. Did you? Did I not hear that? No, you did. Okay. I'm readying Maximilian's Earth and Grass. Okay. I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna ready um, an, at- an attack. Yeah. Okay. For anything that's not us. Did everyone hear that? 
Graven did not. He was behind you guys a little bit. And Graven, did I, I hear no. that? No. You're going to try and, and you want to describe those as sort of invisible gasp. Does that sound like any creature you've heard of? Or any magic you've heard of? That's a bit vague for any kind of magic, but yeah, I don't know. There's clearly something here with us. Let's get them all turned on. Yes. Let's go. All right, we're going to go back to the other one. How long does it do take to do something ritually? Ten minutes? Ten yep. minutes. Mm. I think it was fear. Zara's there. Samira's there. <laughs> I should have just done that earlier. Yeah. Tech traps or something? No. Detect right. poison. I'm going to... Oh, my God. First level, I'm going to... Um, <laughs> Uh, cast uh, detect poison and disease. Okay. Ritually or, or just I'll okay. take a I'll take a first load of spell spells. Go ahead and read the text. Yeah, so uh, I have to keep concentration, but for up to ten minutes, uh, I can sense the presence and location of poisons, poisonous creatures, and diseases within thirty feet of me. Okay, so, I, sorry, read that one more time. So, for the duration, you can sense the presence mm-hmm. and location of poisons. Yep. Poisonous creatures. Mm-hmm and diseases yep. within 30 feet of me. Okay. Uh, I can also identify the kind of poison, poisonous creatures, or disease in each case. Great. Pe- uh, it can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone. Yeah, basically 30 feet around sure. me. Sure, 30 feet around you, you can, can detect it. Great. So, boom. <sighs> Casted. Cast. So, if I'm... Where am I? I'm still right here. Yeah. So, I imagine so I don't see anything. Immediately, as you, as you guys start to get a little closer, you can start to see, like, on the surface of the ground, like, dancing along the surface, mm-hmm. possibly because of, you know, you know that some of the other ones are on. It's, like, filling the tunnel a little bit, just at the base of the floor. The okay. Oh, but it's it's unclear where it's coming from. Um, it's, it's thicker of... coming from this direction, because those two and ones are on. it's not coming from here. It's, like, dissipating a little bit, because you know that it was on, at least for a short period. But yes, yeah. it's now thinning out in that area. Can we see if it starts pouring into the offshoots at all? Or does it stay pretty much on the trail? Uh, it, it does pour off into okay. the sides, yeah. Alright, I can, I can tell that it's definitely stopped um, coming from the one that I was checking, but it seems to be still coming from the other two, and I'll let you know if I see any differences. I'm gonna quietly. Was the first one in? I'm gonna, as I round the corner, I wanna listen and I wanna move quietly. Give me a stealth check. Yeah, are you going with him? Yes. Okay. And Graven's staying out here? For now. Lots of seven, thank Jesus. <laughs> 12. Or a stealth check? If you're attacking. Oh, sorry, yes. Stealth <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, I'm are you moving around to the thing? Yeah, again, listening before I make any Get turns. Banging on the reception check. Fuck me. A six. Six. So as wow. you're sort of moving oh. through the tunnel here, working your way back towards the thing, Useless. you hear that thing once again. Just a passing gasp. And as Orba is behind you, something comes out of the wall sort of just over oh your gosh. left shoulder passing through the wall sort of incorporeally a kind of spectral figure and it immediately starts to head towards Erlen. I'm going to allow you to cast your spell as okay. you see it coming uh, does that with Maximilians is it sharing a space with Erlen? it would be I mean sort of yes Okay. it's kind of in the wall it's partially coming out of the wall you said the first thing you yeah. saw that was okay, yeah. 
Okay. okay. I don't see it yet. Uh, this oh. is happening. Like I just can't right cast it when it's uh, there's an occupied space. That's why I was asking. Uh, then you cannot. It's partially in the wall and partially in Erlen's space. And so I, had a, sure. I had a ready to attack. Uh, yeah, it has yep. to be unoccupied. You didn't see it, oh, so you yeah. I can't cast it. it has okay, to be unoccupied. Right. So the creature, and it looks like at your first instinct is that it might be reaching out to attack him in some way, but it just passes into his body and that's you make good. me a charisma saving throw. Oh. Ballers. Good thing that's not me. <laughs> 15? 15. Ooh. It passes in, and Erlen feels this kind of chill wash over him, and he's not sure what to make of it. It kind of, you see Erlen's hands kind of shaking for a moment, and then it passes through him to the other side, and Erlen kind of catches his breath. And that's where we're going to end. No! Oh Get out of here! So that you see a sort of spectral, yep, sort yeah. of spectral figure. You're not entirely sure yet what it is. I, I am going to let Erlen uh, write this down. You now know that something passed Remember through you, and it's it's, uh, it's effect was ineffective, so you I can know. take your attack God. action right as soon as it passes through you. So Great. just uh, remember that you do Gross. get to take an attack. Action. Whoa! Guys, I can't make charisma saving. What if they're nice? I, no, I got none. Neither do. Yeah, no. What if they just make us do a little Bizarre dance? Bizarra and Spirit is gonna be like dancing with the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be possessed forever. <laughs> that oh was really good. Tonight, something spooky Ooh. in uh, the tunnels of the speeder way. Do you have that thing of pestilence with you? Or I have one pest protein for sure. Yeah. Although that works on, yeah, that works on spirits, I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't I undead have poison thing resistance be dealing? And I have in an ant. They don't like well, the juice. Well, a lot of things they don't, don't like gas seeping into the underdark. Yeah. Why don't they like the floor juice? What is the floor juice doing to them? You hate the floor juice. <laughs> I don't. I don't it's know what the floor juice is. She's indifferent about the floor juice. It's different. I'm ambivalent about the floor juice. Until we find out exactly what it is. Well, this isn't the miasma that was sucking. No, I know, but you didn't like what they were doing to the spiders. Well, I love spooders. It doesn't harm them, it just keeps them Yes, I know. I just, I like the spooders. Uh, before I forget, Yub Yub also donated bits. Thank you so much. Thank you really so much. Thank you guys for joining us. Welcome back to Dance Up Notch. We're thrilled. We're excited to be back. Diving back in. A little intrigue, a little mystery solving in Nagarwas. Yeah. Before Orba runs off on her own. Yeah, poor Orba's like... <laughs> We're sending one to two people with you. <laughs> God damn it. One to two. You're not one of them. You didn't yeah. volunteer. Yeah, bitch. I know, but you will have one to two companions. <laughs> you a if I have child. to create one out of mud. <laughs> uh, we will pick right up there when we come back in the Cedar Wave. Oh. Something spooky. Oh, boy. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week and hopefully Yay. every week from then on. Yeah. We're back. Till the end it's of okay. time. The, yeah, I almost said the dawn of time. Till the dawn. Till the dawn. Time is a flat circle. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Goodbye. This is the end. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It would be wise for you to do so. After all, there is always room in our party for more adventurers near and far. Until next time, just remember, your presence is a gift.